Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. Give the gift of well-being with Spa Finder, the world's best-selling spa gift card, and the perfect gift this holiday season. From family members and friends to those last-minute coworker or client gifts, Spa Finder gift cards are a convenient and thoughtful option you can't go wrong with. The Spa Finder network includes thousands of spas, salons, and fitness studios all over the U.S., with services like massages, blowouts, mani-pedis, even yoga. Or check out the Spa Finder Wellness Shop to buy skincare, beauty, and wellness apparel from the comfort of home. With Spa Finder, the possibilities are endless. Gift some me time to someone you love and pick one up for yourself along the way. Go to spafinder.com slash podcast15 to save 15% off gift cards of $100 or more. Or enter the promo code PODCAST15 at checkout. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50. Football, and I think Oakland victory. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. What is up, Raider Nation? Welcome to another what we hope to be fantastic episode of Raiders Fan 
Radio, episode number 108 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave. And uh, as you could tell, the, uh, the uh, old man winter has arrived. It is cold <laughs> outside. We got the Christmas tree uh, working, and the uh, and the and the winter clothes, the hoodies, and the and the and the beanies, and the knit hats, and if you will, the toques. If you're from north the of the toques. border, the toques. And uh, you know, there's one guy that rocks a toque or or, or a Santa hat, I should say, uh, better than most of us, and that is the one and only Uncle Mosh. Uncle Mosh, welcome back to Radio. Hey, Radio. I'm glad to be here glad to be here and you know uh, i i think i'm santa anyway you kind of are santa i i bulk up this time of year i i used to have <laughs> i used to have this whole idea right like i'd bulk up in the winter just so i could watch skinny people shiver <laughs> and and then and then it got to the point when as i got older i got cheaper Right, yeah. You know, and I thought, well, you know, if I bulk up in the winter, come summertime, I can get a really big tan. <laughs> and people are out there with their little hundred pound bodies, right, and they're getting tan. No, I sport the three, right? I go, I go three times that, and I can get all those free sun rays for nothing. Ah, oh, nice. Cost me nothing. Bigger, yeah. yeah, bigger, more tan for the money. More tan because fat looks better tanned anyway. Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. All well, that's right. it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, you're looking good. I'm feeling good. I got my, I got my, uh, thank you very much. I got my Al Davis glasses on. Yeah, One of my yeah. students made me, made me a scarf. Nice. And I'm like, I'm like, it's just an extension of the beard. You it know? is. Extension. If, you, if I didn't have the Santa hat on, it'd be an extension of the hair. Pete Cotts is jealous, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll hear from Pete a little bit later in the show. <laughs> Well done, well yeah. done. Well, yes, as you mentioned, we'll hear from from Pete Koch uh, by Radio ID, of course, and yes, um, give you a quick little rundown on what we're going to do tonight here on Raiders Fan Radio. We have a lot of Sea of Fans, Sea of Fans mailbag, both by uh, email and by uh, voice message, has been wound up, and it has been great lately. And there is a lot of uh, of those messages to get to, and so that will, as usual, be the feature and focus of this episode. But before we get to those. We are going to talk about uh, the significance of the number 108 in terms of Raider Nation. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Oakland Raiders. Uh, we're going to talk about Darren Waller, the new standout, or at least for a couple of plays, tight end the Raiders found. We're going to talk about John Gruden and Stephen A. Smith. Uh, one, <laughs> one or both of us is going to go for 30 on the Pro Bowl. Then we are going to talk about the roster moves and how they have benefited and or uh, not benefited the team uh, based on, on some comments and, and really a, by request. We're taking requests. Request line. The request line. Is, that's right. And so we, uh, someone asked us if we would discuss this topic, uh, I believe, on our Facebook. And so uh, we are going to do that. And then, yeah, and then it's all see of fans for the rest of the way out. And we should get out of here after about 90 or – uh, 190 minutes, one of the one of the other. <laughs> but you know, uh, Uncle Mosh, before we get started and before we get to uh, the significance of the number 108 here, okay, um, there's another significant number that's coming up here in just a few days. Oh, and that is if you don't know, Ooh, Uncle Mosh, his birthday is on Sunday, and he is gonna Wait, be this Sunday, it's a Sunday, right. Is it this Sunday? Uh, Wait a minute. What's the date? What's today? Today's the nineteenth. Yeah, it's this Sunday. 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's your birthday. Dang it. Yeah, your birthday's this Sunday, and you're going to be the big 6-0, man. Yeah, man. You're going to be 60. So Uncle Mosh is going to be 60. So last week, wow. we mentioned that the giving season in our family kind of starts about October, uh, a little before Halloween. And so, uh, and 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 I gave Uncle Mosh his uh, his new glasses with the chain. But being that it's his 60th birthday, I would be remiss if number one we didn't celebrate your birthday. So I can't play happy birthday music because no, no, it's, no, it's copyright. This is copyrighted, Riley, <laughs> and you really don't want me to sing to you. No, no, so no. That, so those two things are out. That's the best thing to come out of the Raiders' loss is you didn't have to sing on Mikey and Murph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And uh, but but you know, I got you something. I got your birthday gift. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice, so, nice. So here it is. So uh, let me hold it up here to the thing. So here it is. So here's Uncle Mosh's birthday gift. Uh, my, my beautiful wife wrapped it, and she does an amazing job wrapping presents, and then there's a card. I hate to open so it. No, you got to do it. I hate to wreck the- You got to do it on the show. I, you know, 60, 60 in my world is a big number. 60 in your world. Well, you love that number. I love 60. Well, I, you know, I was 55 for, for about seven years. Long time. Long I time. love the double nickels. You love double nickels. I, do, I love double nickels. So yeah. I'm opening up my card. Okay. And uh, your wife and my wife uh, are in the card business. Yeah, they're scrapbookers. They're scrapbookers. And now they make cards. Yeah, they're, they're card bookers. They're card bookers. <laughs> And they make cards. And, uh, or is so, it scrap carders? So scra- <laughs> card scrappers. Card scrappers, there you so go. So it says, happy birthday, Mosh, a big 6-0 from the marketing and production team at RFR. Yeah. Wait, aren't I on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, that are yeah. me. Yeah, So exactly. I should have signed my card. Yeah, you should. Yeah, 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 so yeah. There you go. So uh, it's got it's the, a, it's it's got the sport flags on there. Yeah, and of course, yeah. it's made by my then, wife. Of course, and then. It's, 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 got, it's got stuff on the inside. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. And this is almost like me trolling for gifts on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we're doing it now. I didn't announce to anybody what we were doing. Uh, so this is coming to surprise. So, uh, yeah. So Uncle Mosh's birthday is just a couple of days before Christmas, and it's the big 6-0 for him. And so we wanted to uh, to definitely, like I said, celebrate that. And so I got him a little something, and you know if I'm giving it to him on, on Raiders Fan Radio it's that it, probably Raider it related. could possibly maybe oh and i knew it why did i know this did you know this uh, no i just i'm totally guessing but people that know me know who my all-time favorite raider yes. is yeah, yeah otis sister right and what number did he wear number 60 there you yeah. go so what josh is what murph has given the family have given me is uh is tickets to otis Sistrunk's house no <laughs> is a uh is a, is a signed picture of the man from the University of Mars, Otis Sistrung. Uh, authenticated on the back. Wow, this is incredible. Yeah, it's this legit. Incredible, it's, Murph. it's legit. Yeah, it's got the certificate of authenticity and all that good stuff there. Wow. And, uh, yeah, Thank good stuff. You, man. So, absolutely. It was, I, 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 uh, I reached out to Otis to see if he would come over and uh, welcome Otis. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so just shy of, of wow. having Otis over here to the fan cave, we thought we'd get you an autographed picture of your oh, favorite that's player. Amazing. And, yeah. it, and it was perfect because it's your number. It's my number. Your number. Yeah, your yeah, age, I, yeah. I might be 60 for a while. You might be sixty for as long as you were fifty-five. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Otis up by Wilson. Oh yeah! Oh, you, I forgot to put up Wilson tonight. Well, well it's okay because uh, take him down. Oh, so, <laughs> so Otis. Otis would be replaced by Wilson. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you, man. Sure. That's you're welcome. So you're welcome. Cool. The yeah. Card and the. Wow, wow, that's the best. That's yeah, the best. Yeah, this yeah. is a great happy is, birthday. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank and you. And you're getting a lot of lot of happy birthdays from the 
from the chat room there. So uh, thank you uh, for all of you jumping in the chat. So I can't scroll up to read everybody, but David Jones, Bobby Wasabi, Raider Critique, Peter Martinez, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Chris Potts, uh, representing the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole. What's up, Chris? Uh, often featured on the Fan Club Blitz, also Chris is. Uh, Whitey, Marskell, uh, appreciate everybody joining us here. Uh, Mojo Raider just hopped in there. Thanks, guys, for, for joining us for episode number 108 Absolutely. of Raiders Fan Radio. Uncle Mosh, so before we get to the 108 significance, let's get to the contact information, and that is when Uncle Mosh tells you how you can get in touch with us. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us <laughs> show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, Raider Nation, thanks again for joining us here on episode number 108. So to celebrate the significance of the number 108, uh, we went back to those 70 Raiders that uh, uh, the one and only Otis Sistrunk played for. But we're going to go to the other side uh, of the line, and we're going to go to the offensive line. And that is where uh, one of the best uh, guards at the time uh, played for the Raiders, uh, and he uh, was drafted in the 1977 draft in the fourth round and played for the Oakland and Los Angeles Raiders. He played from 1977 to 1987, and we are talking about number 65, Mickey Marvin. Well, what does that have to do with 108, Murph? Well, what it means is that uh, he played in 120 games uh, for the Raiders, and he started – 108 of them so uh we want to celebrate the one and only mickey marvin and uh you know being a member of those two uh super bowl teams uh the raiders winning super bowl 15 and of course super bowl 18 and you know talk about one of the greatest offensive lines in all of football uh you went through a couple of transitions you had different guys in there like george bueller and, and dalby and vela and whatnot and but it was mainly shell and upshaw and then uh, and then of course mickey marvin came in in 77 so cool thing about Mickey Marvin is that ultimately he ended up being a scout for the Raiders. Uh, so we're going to hear a little bit about Mickey. Sadly, we lost him last year. He was uh, uh, he had ALS and, and, and we lost him early on, uh, unfortunately. But before that, uh, before he passed away, he was inducted uh, into the the Fritz Pollard. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the it's not the academy, but the foundation. Anyways, they 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 give out an award every year, uh, and, and and Mickey was recognized in two six. In, 2016 so let's hear about uh, a little bit of his induction ceremony mickey marvin mickey marvin was uh, played at the university of tennessee for four years was drafted in the fourth round in the 1977 draft by the 
Oakland Raiders. And went on to play 11 seasons with the Raiders, starting 108 out of 120 games, including two Super Bowl championships. Mickey Marvin, then Mr. Davis had him join the scouting staff in 1988. Mickey has given 39 years of his professional life to this game. And beyond that recognition that he deserves for what he's given to the game, the way this man has carried himself throughout those 39 years is what he's really, truly needs to be recognized for. You won't meet a man of stronger faith, of stronger love of his family. Mickey truly loves his family. All of us in this room are very, very blessed to be part of this great game. And part of this, being part of this great game, we sh form a lot of relationships over the years. And fortunately, I've been blessed as long as, as well as many of you in this room to have formed a relationship with this great man. All right, some pretty uh, uh, glowing praise there of, of Mickey Marvin. And by all accounts, he was not only a great football player, great Raider, but a, but a great man. And uh, Mosh, we love our... Raiders Tennessee yes, connections, don't yes. we? Yes, every time, man. That's great. Absolutely. So here's another one. So of course, Mickey played uh, uh, for the University of Tennessee, and he gave an interview. One of the last interviews that he gave, Mosh, was in 2014 at Volunteers Practice, and of course, the first thing that comes out of his mouth, he starts talking about Al Davis and about playing for the Raiders as well. Nice. Vol fans, I'm here with VFL Mickey Marvin, who was a guard for the Vols from 1973 to 1976. You also won two Super Bowls with the Raiders, and now you're a scout for the Raiders. What has that transition been like from player to scout? Well, for me personally, you know, after finishing my career here and playing for 11 years for the Raiders, Al Davis, who was the owner of the Raiders, had offered me the job in college scouting about halfway through my career. And when I got cut in training camp in my 12th year in 1988, True to his word, he gave me the job, uh, put me on the road three weeks later. My first boss with the Raiders was Ron Wolf, of course, who went to Green Bay Packers as their GM and did historical things with Reggie White, another former volunteer, and of course, Brett Favre and a lot of great players up there. But he had helped Mr. Davis build the Raiders uh, when he came there in 1963. But it, obviously, uh, you know, working for Ron, working for Mr. Davis, and and just, you know, you play football all your life, you know, to get to that highest level. And and I, and thank God I was fortunate enough to do that. So pretty cool there, a little interview with Mickey Marvin. Isn't it funny, Uncle Mosh? It doesn't matter how many of these guys we've gone back and listened to their interviews. doesn't matter what era of the Raiders they played in. What do they always say? The same thing. Thank you, Mr. Davis. It's, it's, it's first things out of their mouth. First things out of their Constantly. mouth. Constantly. It's crazy. I love it. I love it, man. I, I do too, man. I'm I'm with you. It's it's so cool. So anyway, so we want to celebrate Mickey Marvin. Started 100 and ga 108 games in his Raiders career, and uh, so we want to definitely celebrate him and his life here on Raiders Fan Radio. Uncle Mosh, you got your you got your sis drunk up there behind you now. I see. Oh uh, yeah. Where am I? This hand. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Right. Hey, that there. looks cool, man. I like it. Got your card there, nice. and then your sis drunk, man. Nice. Yeah, it looks good. One of looks these good. days, we're gonna get zooms on our cameras. We we actually could zoom. It might take me a second, but I do you do you want to zoom? <laughs> nah, we don't need no stinking. We oh. don't need no stinking zooms. Hold on, let's see if we can zoom. Let's just do this. Let's one okay. time. Let's okay. One time. One so time. I'll, like, I'll commentate. This is, so let's. So, so here we Murph go. is on the Murph is on like, the like, zoom like, camera. <laughs> ah, but I can't pan. Ah, oh, there's so no all pan. I can do is zoom in on your face. Oh, thanks. <laughs> 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 Whoa, 
Whoa. We call that here at Raiders Fan Radio the birthday Zoom. <laughs> I'm sure the, the YouTubes are loving that, though. The, the oh, zooming on your, I got on a your... zit. I'm 60. I got a zit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Uncle Mosh. So, you know, here on Raiders Fan Radio, we, um, uh, we don't give props. Uh, we, don't, uh, we don't give shout-outs, uh, but we give respect. We like That's to right. give respect because respect is what? Respect is earned. Respect is earned, man. Respect is you can't demand respect. No. You can't pay for respect. No. You don't you don't you don't go to the respect store. <laughs> you know? You don't go into 7-Eleven and go, hey, let me have a big gulp and a bottle of respect. <laughs> Doesn't happen like that. No. Doesn't res- work like no, that. No, respect is earned. Respect and, and, is earned. And we give respect. When respect's due, respect is, is it's uh, earned, it's due. It's 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 better than a shout out. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, you know, a couple guys that are in respect this week. Uh number one, uh, I'm gonna interview this week a Raider fan named Michael Sen. And Michael, the first time he and I spoke was kind of around Veterans Day. And the idea was to maybe get him in to do a, a, a an interview for Veterans Day because he's an he's an army veteran. Right. Um but then it, our schedules didn't quite align, and mainly on my side because we have so much stuff going on. But anyways, I've been in touch with Michael, and he is going to the last game now in Oakland. So the Raiders, uh, for those of you, and I'm sure everybody listening to us knows this, but the last game in Oakland is going to be this Monday night on Christmas Eve against the Broncos. And so wow. uh, in, the, uh, in terms of our conversation he had asked for kind of prayers for safe travel uh, and experience there because there's all this talk about, you know, people are going to be ripping the seats out and like all this like craziness. And I wouldn't be surprised if that goes on. I don't think it's going to create an unsafe environment, thankfully, but I think people are going to be pretty wild with the idea that this is going to be the last game in Oakland. So anyway, so Michael's not only going to the game, but he's bringing his wife and he's bringing his two kids and his brother is bringing his wife and their two kids and they're sitting in like section 118. And uh, so they're going to be right in the middle of, of everything. And so I will really want to hear from him a firsthand account of his experience at the game. So on the 27th, Michael and I are going to interview, and then we'll have that for you coming up uh, on the next episode. It'll be episode number 109 of Raiders Fan Radio. So definitely want to give him a lot of respect. Give him a shout-out. Uh, prayers up for safe travels. You're going to have an amazing time. I don't think it's going to be, you know, it's, it's not going to be a riot. No, it's going to be a blast, be, man. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be nickel beer night. And, you yeah, know, right, 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 right. You know what right. I mean? So that, that'll be really cool. So uh, what do you think, Mosh? You think, like, would you, like, I mean, obviously you can't bring in a crescent wrench with you and, like, you know, unbolt the seat, but we've seen this at other stadiums that at the last time ever a team has played there that people kind of take souvenirs they of the park with them. They take souvenirs, right? Anything, yeah. that's, anything that's got to have a Raiders logo on it is, is people are going to attempt to take that down. Or, you know, if, if you were in – a seat for many, many years, you got ownership to that. Hey, you, you paid know? for PSL. It's you a personal for, seat license, right? Absolutely. <laughs> if you've got the license, but, you know, who are we to, you know, to encourage vandalism? Yeah, we you wouldn't know, do that. We wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. they have carbon fiber wrenches that you yeah. could, you know, <laughs> wouldn't go off set off a metal detector. But what do I know? I'm just a podcast host. Hey, Christopher Potts on the on the. The chat goes, yes, nickel beer night. <laughs> of course. No, no, Chris, we're not. <laughs> of course. Bobby, Bobby of course. Wasabi says, bring your 916th <laughs> socket. 
<laughs> of course, don't you love it that one of the guys from the Black Hole, New Jersey, is the one that jumps in on Nickel Beer Night? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah, tell the folks at the Irish Cottage Inn that you, they need to have a Nickel Beer Night for you oh, guys. Oh my ah. gosh! Oh my gosh! So anyway, so uh, one more uh, actually uh, relative to the to the chat there that uh, says uh, Joe Valdez says Uncle Mosh is now Kevin the Raider nerd. Funny you say that because the other person I wanted to give respect to this week is uh, is Kevin the Raider nerd. Sure, um, Kevin passed through town last week. He came through on Friday. Uh, I, you know, Kevin and I uh, talk once in a while, and and he had mentioned he was going to the Cincinnati game, the pillage the jungle game, which we didn't pillage, but um, <laughs> but the idea was to pillage the jungle. But Raider Nation certainly pillaged Cincinnati, and uh, so he was on his way up there for the game. And I said, well, "Why don't you st- swing by, uh, and and we'll record some stuff while you're in town." So we recorded an episode of his hair metal podcast, which is a blast. I've actually done that once before, and we did another episode. We did Skid Row and Guns and Roses, which was killer, and. And, uh, but then before that, we did, uh, uh, you know, an interview on Raiders Fan Radio. And I, being that it was in the morning, I said, you know, we were just going to sit down and just do a chat, just do an sure. interview like we normally would do. But I said, well, let's let's flip on the cameras, man, and let's let's stream it and see what happens. I said, you know, we might only get maybe one or two people to watch us, but, you know, it'll be fun. We're going to record this anyway, so let's right, go right. ahead and do it. And plus, Kevin, you know, he's got all this stuff on. He, already, he looks cool, so yeah, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, yeah, so we did it, and, like, a couple hundred of you like watched us do that. And so much respect to him. Thank you to you for paying attention to us at nine o'clock our time on a freaking Friday morning when we just do something on a whim and, 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 uh, you know, our audience is willing to engage and, and to watch that. And, and, and and thank you. And a big shout out to your employers (laughs) for letting you have that time while, while working. Yeah. To join in on our podcast. Yeah. We love your bosses. Yes. You have the best bosses in the world. Absolutely. So, but much respect to Kevin. We had a blast. Uh, we uh, we hung out. We did the two shows, and then we went over to King Louie's place and uh, his taco shop there and Isn't had lunch. It amazing? Oh, my gosh. It was so good. It was so good. So, yeah. I mean, you know, we have pretty good Mexican food now in, in where we live in Middle Tennessee. It's, it's well, especially now with a guy like Louie. But like, you know, like that, that place there, it's great. But even aside from that, like it's gotten better, but it's never been like what it's been like for us, what we grew up with in California. Like it's just not even close. No. But this is authentic, man. It's it was legit. We had uh, it was so good, and so thank you to Louis for hosting us, and uh, so much respect to him. Also, uh, Louis Louis a great representation of uh, a representative of Raider Nation, and uh, you know back there in his in his in his spot, man, where he's cooking up food and he's got his TV set up there, where he's got every Raider game and every everything going on back there, and and he was wearing his Raiders fan radio shirt when we showed up, man. So that uh, was, that was awesome. So definitely awesome. definitely thank you and, and uh, much respect to King Louis and to Kevin. Kevin for coming through. We had a lot of fun. Speaking of Kevin. Yeah. yeah. So I watched the YouTube. Of me and Kevin? Of you and Kevin. Yeah. You know, I mean, after hours, of course, because I was giving a final exam. I couldn't necessarily watch it live. My boss isn't that cool. She's great, but she's not. (laughs) She wouldn't quite understand that one. Anyway, uh, Kevin was sitting in my chair. And yeah, I was wondering if you were going to say anything about you that. You know, Kevin was Kevin was in my chair. Kevin was Kevin was <laughs> you, sporting uh, sporting his scrawny little self in my <laughs> in my chair, and and I'm okay with that because normally I I would be a little bothered. You know, I, 
I'm, I'm getting to that point with my age that I gather my things around yes, me. Yes. Don't touch my stuff. Don't touch my stuff. You touch my stuff, I key you. <laughs> you know? To quote Francis. Uh, <laughs> so, Take it easy, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, the, but the point is, I understand it. I understand it because the guest chair is still not back from from being fumigated after that that no. that Pittsburgh squealer person <laughs> was here and sitting in it. So it, it's okay this time. Okay. Next, All right, next well, time he's got it, he's gotta adorn the, the guest the, chair. The guest spot over yeah, there. The guest okay, spot, okay. But since, Fair enough. since it's not back, you know, from being reupholstered and in and all that right, stuff. Right. And, yeah. You know, so okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Fran, well, thank you for your willingness to concede the chair there for And uh, I really like Kevin. So, yeah. <laughs> and Kevin's cool, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so much respect to Kev. And uh thanks again for joining us here on Raiders Fan Radio. Okay, that's what I was looking for. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. All right, Uncle Mosh, let's get to a few Raiders stories. Uh, you know, first off, you know, everybody's going nuts today because the Raiders signed free agent quarterback, interception happy Nathan Peterman, formerly of the Buffalo Bills. And uh, everybody take one big giant collective breath and let, uh, let, let old Murph here put your mind at ease. Nathan Peterman. He's going to the practice squad, and all he's going to do is be a scout guy because A.J. McCarron is out this week because his wife has had a baby, and he's at the hospital, and so he's not going to run the scout team this week, and Peterman's going to do it. And, yes, John Gruden loved Nathan Peterman coming out of college, uh, and I'm sure there's some still affinity left over, but this is not a long-term solution. This isn't him staging this guy to replace Derek Carr. This isn't don't don't believe all the craziness <laughs> that you see and read out there. We always bring you the truth. We always distill it down into what the actuality of the world is in terms of Raider news, and we promise you that's all this is. Don't get too fired up about this. It is an absolutely a story about nothing. It's much ado about nothing. Uh, the guy's going to run the scout team and not Rico Gafford this week. So it's not. Go. It's really not a big deal. So, uh, all right, Uncle Mox, uh, here's a here is a fun story though, and this is something that I I, I think makes for an interesting discussion because while we don't get too hung up on hypotheticals. This is really, it's a hypothetical with a lot of reality to it. And I don't think there's a good answer. So I want to, I want to hear your opinion on this. Uh, and I believe it was Emiliano brought it up uh, on our, on our social media this week. Uh, it might've been Mojo. I can't remember who it was. It's one of you. And I'm, I apologize. One of you brought up the idea that if the Oakland Raiders, as of this next year, don't play in Oakland, if they have to play in, you know, wherever, Levi's Stadium, uh, Qualcomm, uh, whatever. That, there's a host of places we've already covered that the Raiders could play. What's their name going to be, Mosh? Well, I, you know, I have an answer for that. Okay. I do have an answer for that. And, okay. I, and I got a couple of reasons behind that answer. First of all, I, I mean, I love Mojo Raider. Don't get me wrong. But Mojo Raider... He's trying to he's trying to break some news here on the chat. Uh-oh. He's trying to claim that it, it, and it's it's a fact that the 2019 home games will be played in Gruden's backyard. <laughs> now, 
<laughs> there may be some practices that happen in Gruden's backyard. <laughs> where is, where is, that? is that Marin County? Is yeah. that where that is? Yeah. <laughs> but so this is what I think. If, if they go to San Diego, are they going to be the California Raiders? I hope not. If they go to San Antonio, are they going to be? They can't be the Texas they can't be Raiders. can't be the Texas Raiders. So are they going to be the, 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 the San Antonio Raiders? No. Let me tell you, back in the day at, at, at Oakland Alameda County Coliseum, in the in in the end zones, we were the first team ever, and you can check me out, you fact checkers, check me out on this. We were the first team ever in our end zone to write Raiders on one side and Oakland on the other. So I'm saying this: everybody knows who the Raiders are. Okay. We will be the Raiders. We will not be the Oakland Raiders, the Vegas Raiders. We will not be the New York Jets, the New York Giants, the the San Francisco 49ers, the you know right. Chicago yeah. Bears. There will not be a city attached to us. We will Interesting. be the Raiders. You hear it, heard it here first. I promise you. I love it. It will be the Raiders. Now, Joe Valdez says Raiders of the Lost Ark, <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. But, yeah. no, it's going to be the Raiders. I that's like all that's necessary when you're talking about the Raiders. Well, you know what, Mosh? I think that's very interesting, and I hadn't necessarily thought of that because I thought, well, if anything, they'll just adopt the Las Vegas moniker early. But I think there's a lot of merit to what you say, and here's why. Is that for anybody watching on the, on the, on the feed here, you can see the shirt that I'm wearing. I just just got this thing, and it says exactly Raiders. It just says Raiders. There's nothing to affiliate the hat. The beanie I'm wearing now. This beanie is is a, is a is a couple years old now, but it just says Raiders on it. This year, if and I don't know if you guys noticed this the other day in the Cincinnati game. This year, the NFL just kind of the, the beanies are always out, but they really start to promote them when the weather turns cold like it has. So they they've started to promote the sale of their beanies. Every team has the logo like this. Right. And then the city. Right. Except for one. Who would that be? The Raiders. It Absolutely. doesn't say Oakland on there. And it definitely doesn't say Las Vegas. But and and I mentioned this in a few shows ago that almost all the marketing stuff that you see, all of the the swag that you see out there for the Raiders, none of it says Oakland anymore. Good luck trying to find something that says Oakland Raiders. Right. And that was before all this. That was before so, the lawsuits. Yeah. So now that the city of Oakland has essentially turned a middle finger to the Raiders or whatever, the Raiders have turned one back. And I promise you, I'm with you, Mosh. I, now, again, could we see an acceleration of the Vegas Raiders? I don't know, maybe. But I think you're right. I think it'll just be the Raiders, which is actually really cool. If it's you think about cool. it, it's a very cool concept, especially for our fans. Because, I mean, we know how many Southern California Raiders fans there are. But we know how many fans there are all over this dang globe. How cool would that be if they were just the Raiders? I'm with you, man. Yeah. That's, that's because they, And then because then if they what if they do have truly a nomad season? What if they do split a schedule between Mexico City and London? And What, what are you going to call them? You call Raiders. Them Raiders? Call them Raiders. Yeah. I think hey, that's awesome. You know, uh, I saw something really cool this yeah. week. Uh, I was I was channel surfing the other day. I'm sitting in there in my underwear in my chair, watching playing Candy Crush, watching the <laughs> watching the dog sweat, and and I and I'm going, you know, what is this? And I stop on this show, the 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 Tim Allen show, the new one, The Last Man Standing. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
his youngest daughter brings home her boyfriend, right? And it's the first boyfriend that Tim likes. Okay, so Tim plays a fairly conservative guy, and he, he, he's in Denver, and we won't hold that against him. And they're having dinner, and, and Tim really likes the guy, right? And everything's going good. You know, oh, yeah, he's a hunter, and he's a fisherman, and he's a, he's a Republican, and he's this, and he's that, and he's all this stuff. And then the guy goes, and they, and they go, hey, what about football? And he goes... Oh yeah, I'm very passionate about football. He goes, my dad was born and raised in California, and I, you know, I, I totally am a Raiders fan. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And so the whole show takes this twist, <laughs> and it's this 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 confrontation between Tim Allen. Of course, he's he's supposedly in Denver, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Broncos fan, and the very last scene of the show, like the you know the boy goes away, and then he comes back, blah blah blah. And the boy takes off his shirt, and he's got a Raiders jersey on underneath it. Oh, nice. And like, you know, the the show ends with, go Raiders. Yeah. that's awesome. And I'm like, oh, this rocks, man. Uh, And I've been, like, trying to find the episode, you know? Oh, we'll look that up. Yeah. I don't know what year it was from. I don't know if it was from this year. I'm going to make a note right now. Yeah, this year or last year or whatever. But it's like, I'm like, yes. That was so cool. It was so cool. Oh, that's you know, great, and, Mosh. And Tim Allen's great because he, you know, he likes to let them take a, a few pot shots at him. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. The kid yeah. Ends, He's a good self-deprecating uh, yes, comedian. Yeah, yes, yeah. the kid ends at the, the show with that. So I, I love that. Uh, that's know? that's awesome. Well, I, we are. Uh, yeah, I will definitely look that up. I'll get that soundbite. I'll find that, and uh, we'll get that on next week's episode. That that's fun. All right. So uh, uh, another thing that came up this week, really. You know, Mosh, this last game, there really wasn't a ton to get excited about, was there? It was it was a, a little bit of a rough watch, uh, uh, watching yeah. watching the, the Raiders there uh, play Cincinnati. You know, we couldn't move the ball. You know, there was a great article this week in the Merck, uh, Jerry McDonald, four reasons the Raiders only scored 16 points against the NFL's worst defense. Uh, number one is the Raiders couldn't establish a ground game. We couldn't run the football. Uh, Derek Carr underthrew Jordy Nelson on a would-be touchdown. Derek missed that pass, man. Look, you know, look, we, warts and Derek all. Derek would own it, man. Derek would own it. Uh, you know, the, the Raiders uh, had their best player taken away, which is Jared Cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bengals did a really good job of covering him up. And then uh, last but not least, you know, we have a makeshift offensive line, and uh, they played like one. You know, when you, when you got two guys that uh, playing guard and you, and you look at them and you go, who? Like, who are these guys? You know what I mean? Right, right, Green right. and good? Like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so anyway, so there was a lot of reasons that we lost that game. Um, but there was a couple of highlights, all right? So the big highlight, or at least the big player to provide highlights for us, was a tight end named Darren Waller. Now, I knew that we'd signed Darren Waller from the uh, Ravens, from their practice squad. Okay. But the first time that I had any awareness, and I'm willing to bet most of you had an awareness of Darren Waller, was when they ran a sweep to the tight end. And all of a sudden, he takes off, and I'm like, who's that guy? And he's big, okay? So Darren Waller, if you don't know, he's like 6'6", and ran a 4'4", 6 at the combine, so he's a big dude. And so anyway, so he goes taking off. Then I'm like, what the crap? I'm like, who is this guy? Well, then a little bit later on, we saw that he had a he had another big play there. And uh, let's see, I'm trying to find what the, the, the stats were on that. So on the sweep, it gained 21 yards uh, on wow. the sweep. And then he had another, that, that big play that set up the touchdown was like a 44-yard or whatever. That was the touchdown that went to Lee Smith. So I'm like, who is this guy? So I started digging into it. And uh, there's a few things that are really cool about Darren Waller, Uncle Mosh. Number one, 
is that, yes, he is a size and speed guy. And as much as we love Jared Cook, there's the potential that Jared Cook could be set up for a big payday. And as much as I would love to see the Raiders sign him because we need him, um, if we need another tight end, another playmaker, another size, speed, good catching or pass catching tight end, this Darren Waller guy looks like he could be legit. He certainly got the raw skills and the raw talent. I love his. I loved his sweep. Was so much better than when they gave the ball to Jordy Nelson. Oh my gosh! I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. this guy had some wheels. He buddy. had some wheels, man. Yeah. It was a great play, great, great design, great call, and uh, and 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 Waller executed it uh, fantastically. So anyway, so so Darren Waller. So I started digging into it a little bit. Well, he had some um substance abuse issues is why he kind of ended up in a little bit of the doghouse that hey, he did we all i can say right yeah. and we love a redemption story absolutely and this guy has done all the right things when you read through and listen and, and read everything that he's done now um since kind of screwing up uh he's done all the right things he's he's, he's 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 gone to the meetings he's done the right things he's got himself clean he's he's owning everything he's ever done right 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 he, he wants to essentially bring back his football career He's 26 years old. Oh my gosh! The guy's got a guy's lot got of football. Lot. Yeah, you buddy. know what I mean. So, so really, really cool story there for Darren Waller. And uh, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get excited about this guy and think of him in the lines of like, okay, next year, Chris Warren Jr. the third comes back. If somebody like this could be a playmaker for us at tight end, right? That's right. that's pretty cool, man. You Waller can start, and Cook next year. Oh my god! How about our uh, our version of you know Hernandez and Gronk? Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, Chevy Raider says that would be. Dumb. Nope. Oh my you know, gosh, you know, sure, that, sure. that would be great. So then, but I got one. So as fun and as cool as all that is and was, I got one more tidbit for you. Come on, on hit on, me with on it. Darren Waller. Do you know, and I'm asking the proverbial you or proverbial you, because I know you don't know this, Uncle Mosh, who his great grandfather is. Actually, I do know that. You do? Uh-huh. Hit me with it. Fats Waller. Yes. The jazz musician. Yes, you knew that? Yeah. Oh, nice, Mosh. Yeah. Yes. And, so. and you know what's really cool about Fats? Fats played with all the greats. Ella Fitzgerald. I mean, he played with everybody. Yes. Yes. When Fats Wall, I'm getting chills thinking about it. Okay. When he died, they gave his eulogy and everything, and he was cremated, and he had he had an African-American pilot from World War I fly over Harlem and spread his ashes. No, no way. way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is that, that is, is that cool. cool or what? That is very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. The guy's got legit lineage. Oh, that's yeah. A, yeah. So Fats Waller, he passed away early in life. He's only 39 years old. He died in 1943. He was an American jazz pianist, organist, composer, singer, and comedic entertainer. His innovations in the Harlem stride style laid the groundwork for modern jazz piano. His best known compositions, Ain't Misbehavin' and Honeysuckle Rose, yes. were inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1984 and 1999. Amy Misbehaving is great. You got it? I can't play it. Oh, uh, I know. I wanted a copyright to. rule. A copyright. I wanted to play. Everybody it. needs to look that up. Man. At, look, look it up. It up. Look, look up. Ain't misbehaving. Fats Waller. Spotify it's, or something. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's on YouTube. Uh, you yeah. can find it. It's, it's great. It's great. Unbelievable. So that's this guy, Darren Waller's great grandfather. Wow. So very, very cool story. Love it. Love All it. All right, Uncle Mosh. Absolutely. Uh, hit us. Hit us a break there. Pick one out there for us. I gotta catch my breath here. We'll oh get to the next gosh. story. All right. Speaking of great musicians. Hey, everybody, this is Johnny Spencer from the punk rock band Stringer, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph and Uncle Mosh. Go Raiders, baby.
All right, Uncle Mosh. I had to take a breath here for this one because uh, we're getting ready to go in. <laughs> Hot and heavy. Uh, we're, we're getting ready going to go in. in. We're going in. All right, so for those of you that listen to and or watch us with any kind of regularity, you know that uh, earmuffs the kids. You know I have a case of the ass for mainstream media. Uh, when it comes to ESPN, Fox Sports 1, I don't care which one it is when mainstream sport, well, mainstream media as a whole, but especially in the sports media landscape, you know that I have a, uh, I take issue or umbrage with a lot of the things that get thrown out there. And the reason that I take, I, I get that way is that there's so much misinformation that gets spread, especially in terms of our football team. It drives me insane because it winds Raider nation up completely unnecessarily like the Nathan Peterman story this yep, morning. Yep. It's, it's really a non-story. When you find out why they did it, it makes perfect sense. But on the surface, everybody freaks the heck out, and it drives me nuts. Well, one of the biggest proponents of that type of reporting, we'll call it, with a, I use that term very, very loosely, is Stephen A. Smith. Now, you've not heard me talk a lot about Stephen A. Smith on this show very intentionally. Mikey will bring him up once in a while and play a clip on Mondays with Mikey and Murph, but we don't talk about Stephen A. Smith very often because he is one of the worst when it comes to this kind of stuff, and he's one of the worst in terms of, of how he approaches news and or stories with the Raiders. So, Something happened with him with this week, and he showed his ass, and so that's why we're going to feature a few sound clips here, and we're going to cover the story uh, because it's one way for us to kind of take a shot at it, and, and it really proves a point that I hope we can really drive home with you all that, that listen to us, and that is, the point is, is that when you listen to these guys that are commenters on all sports, and I'm even throwing Dan Patrick in there, and I love Dan Patrick, you love Dan Patrick, we are Dan Patrick guys. But even him, when you have these announcers, commentators, show hosts that cover all sports, it's just about impossible for them to be entrenched into the actuality and the real world news of a specific team. I get it. It makes sense. And that's why we, because I consume 90% of my sports news is Raiders related. Right. We distill it down and then give it to you. So that's when we, when we tell you, don't trust what this person or this network or these people tell you it's because when you pay attention to people like Jerry McDonald and Steve Corcoran and Matt Schneidman and the, they are giving you the real world news because they're on the ground at the facility that they have one job. They have one team they're reporting on, right, right, not 90. Right. Okay. So this all the Stephen A thing is a big picture. So again, like what we do, we'll give you the whole story. We're not going to give you one snippet that was the hot soundbite this week. We're going to give you that too. But there's history here. So when it comes to Stephen A. and John Gruden, Stephen A. was critical of John Gruden out of the gate when he started uh, flirting with the Raiders on a comeback. And he was highly critical of John Gruden coming out of the booth and returning to not only coach the team, but the idea that there might be potential ownership in the team. He already started in on Gruden back in January, and Gruden came out and defended himself and basically diffused any of what Stephen A.'s comments are. Then, fast forward up until... Uh, just this last week, okay, so you have that bit of history. Sure. Then this past week, Reggie McKenzie gets let go, and Stephen A. starts in again on John Gruden, and here's what he had to say. Stephen A., was he the scapegoat of this Raiders' current mess? Absolutely he was. He got screwed. He got screwed. And that's really the bottom line in all of this, and I'm disgusted because I'm going to tell you something right now. John Gruden worked here at ESPN for many years. Yeah. 
phenomenal on Monday Night Football, phenomenal colleague. I'm very, very disappointed at the John Gruden that I've seen in Oakland. From the moment he arrived, he talked smack about players that Reggie McKenzie had drafted. Mm -hmm. He got rid of Khalil Mack. He got rid of Amari Cooper. A matter of fact, you have people out there joking that John Gruden should be executive of the year because he 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 elevated Chicago and Dallas. Okay, <laughs> I mean he elevated two teams in the National Football League. Okay, I mean that's what I'm saying but because that's he elevated. Facts. Both those players were difference makers. Both of those players are difference makers. Okay, so not only do you do that. But in the same breath, you're talking about moving Derek Carr, who Reggie McKenzie also drafted. Also, you're looking at it from the standpoint that you don't want to spend money or what have you. You handicap this man. You're Mark Davis. You bring in John Gruden. You give him $100 million over 10 years with incentives, according to my sources, that buffers it up to $118 million, $120 if he meets certain goals or whatever the case may be. My point is, is that you ain't had a nice word to say about Reggie McKenzie since you arrived. You certainly haven't had a nice word to say about the job. Now, keep in mind, a couple of years ago, before Derek Carr goes down in the second to last game of the season, we were talking about the loss of the Oakland Raiders potentially going to the AFC Championship game. It, this is less than two years ago. We were talking about them potentially going to the AFC Championship game. But because John Gruden is there with his Mr. $100 million contract, which none of us would turn down, by the way, so I'm not faulting him for it. I'll take for it for the, sure. For, 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 I would take it for, him, for, for, for this man, Reggie McKenzie, to be moved out. There is no question that he is being scapegoated because they're clearly giving the, everybody the impression that he for was sure a big not, problem. He's not the scapegoat. I think that's, I, that's the way I'm taking from it. Oh my gosh, oh I can barely God. get through it. I know, it's terrible. And I'm this sorry. He's an idiot. He's a freaking idiot. And I'm so sorry, Raider Nation, to do that to you. But this, I promise, is all going to go somewhere. <laughs> like how Raider Homer says, want to hear the worst sound ever? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I know that. It's terrible. So, anyway, so, Mosh, so he, you and I both know. So, and so does everybody in the chat and everybody listening. You could just hear the wrong radiating off of this guy. Where, where I, I want him, I want this idiot to play one sound clip of Gruden trashing Reggie. Yeah, there is. There is they don't exist. They don't exist. Play, play me one sound clip where Gruden says he's moving Carr out. Play me one sound clip. Carr is his quarterback. Where, where, where? My sources. Who's his sources? Who is his sources? Wilson? <laughs> Holy crap. What is this guy? Listen to a freaking volleyball? <laughs> This guy's pissing me off. <laughs> you ready to go 30, huh? Oh, my You're gosh. You ready to go 30 this on that, a Stephen nut. A? He's a nut. He's, uh, oh, I wouldn't turn down $100 million. Do you think Gruden needed the money? I know, right? Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, yeah. Come so, on. It, so anyway, so there's so there's Stephen A. So that's where kind of this thing, the genesis of this latest chapter goes. So again, you can just hear the wrong. It's it, I, We're not even going to address it because it's topics that we've addressed individually <laughs> at multiple times. But this is what Stephen A. All right, so then... Mr. Smith, all right? Yeah, yeah. Then Mr. Smith pulls this up <laughs> in terms of his analysis of the upcoming, at the time, Chiefs and Chargers game. So here's the reason that I'm <laughs> doing all this, Raider Nation. These people that take these broad strokes at the Raiders are uninformed. You hear me? Way uninformed. Unless it's the local guys don't trust what they have to say. I'm not saying they're all wrong. I'm not saying they're all misinformed. But most of the time, 
when you hear these crazy things get thrown out there and these crazy things and all the Raiders are broke and all this and that, it's usually from these types of sources and they're truly misinformed. And it proved itself in Stephen A's rundown of his expected <laughs> matchups in the Chiefs Chargers game. Listen to this crap. And I'm going to have faith in, in Spencer Way and thinking that, you know, he can do some things. I'm keeping my eyes. I'm keeping my eyes on this matchup right here. Spencer Ware is out. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I forgot. I'm sorry, out Max. I'm sorry. Yeah. Absolutely. He is out. But I'm thinking Tyreek Hill. I'm yeah. thinking Patrick Mahomes. I'm also looking at the San Diego Chargers on offense, and I'm thinking about Hunter Henry and the way that he's played this year and as effective as he's been. He's going up against as Derek Johnson. As effective as he's and been. And i got to keep yeah. my eyes on that yeah. because I'm looking at it you from the standpoint. You better keep your eyes on uh, Listen, here's, here's, here's where I'm at with all of this. At the end of the day, I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes. I'm looking at Tyreek Hill. I'm looking at Travis Kelsey. All right. Let's <laughs> – <laughs> Much. Let's go to the tail of the tape there. Okay. Here's Chevy Ray. Before you start, Chevy Raiders says that his source is Tom Hanks. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Oh. So let's hit the tail of the tape here. So Stephen A. You're right. Who right. Right. Loves Hunter Henry because of oh, the year yeah, he's having. Yeah. All right. Hunter Henry has been on injured reserve. All year long, he hasn't played a snap no. yet in the regular season this year that's for the for the Chargers. That's one. Uh, the Chargers are the Los Angeles Chargers, which he refers to as the San Diego San Diego Chargers. Chargers. That's two. That's two. Uh, he's looking forward to Spencer Ware playing in the game. <laughs> Spencer Ware is out with a foot injury. Three. So Spencer Ware, and then uh, my absolute favorite was that Hunter Henry, supposedly that, that hasn't played all year long, he's going to match up with Derek Johnson. <laughs> Derek Johnson, it's, anybody noticed? He was a Raider this year, yeah. and now he's out of the league. He's not playing oh, for anybody. That's Steve, a double bubble. That's four and five. Oh, I mean, yes. This guy is so complete. All right, and here's how I know he's uninformed. Okay, and here's the thing that gets me. Mosh, you and I are public speakers right. in real life, in our day-to-day. Absolutely. And here on the podcast where we come and play radio. Sure. We public speak. As a person who speaks publicly regularly, do you ever make a mistake? Absolutely, and I own it every time I do it. Exactly. You own it, and you admit the fact that, you know what? I got mixed <laughs> up on my words. I stepped on my toes a little bit. I messed up. I do it on this show all the time. I referred to uh, Randy Hansen as, uh, as, as, as well, I don't even remember the name, Steve Hansen. Steve Hansen. I re- like 16 times in one episode. Like, look, it happens. You make mistakes. <laughs> but for Stephen A to make these types of mistakes, these uninformed, and then he went on Twitter and said, Oh, I just misspoke. Oh, I, I was I was getting some of the my my information um, mixed up with. That. No, you weren't. Just say you were uninformed. I would have. Oh. I would actually, as much as I can't stand this guy, I would have respect if you just came out and said, you know what. I was. I had a lot of other things going on that day. I didn't get a chance to study the matchup. I'm really not even that familiar with the division, and I and really so I, I you know I I I didn't I was wasn't accurate in my comments something. But instead, he said I misspoke. I was busy that day. I was mixing up some other things in my head. I meant to say Travis Kelsey. Yeah, except Travis Kelsey is a tight end for the other team. Like <laughs> I'm like it just it drove me nuts, Uncle Mosh. So all that said. You ready? Give it to me. Here comes Gruden. All right? So our boy Chucky comes back, and uh, after all this stuff happened with Stephen A., 
our boy Chucky comes back and they asked him about his upcoming uh, uh, matchup with the Bengals. And this is what John had to say. I've heard some things in the media that are absolutely hilarious. They aren't even close. So I'm not commenting on any of that stuff. We got to get ready for Dan Ross and Booby Clark. We got to watch out for Isaac Curtis down the middle. We got to get Tim Brown and all our receivers ready to play. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. You get him, coach. Oh. So for those of you that don't know, like those are three Bengals players oh. from like the 70s. And of course, you know who Timmy Brown is. But uh, so that is awesome. Coach says, I'm not going to comment on it. We got to get ready for booby. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's just that's and uh, that's class right there, buddy. Yes. That was that, brilliance. Absolutely, I love that's it. knowing the game. Yep, that's the yep. difference between someone like Stephen A. and someone like John Gruden. He knows the game, and here's and I'll tell you what, and I'm going to give props to two other parties involved in this thing on the backlash. One, I don't give props to Chargers very often, but the Los Angeles Chargers on their Twitter feed had this to say: Ladanian Tomlinson, Dan Fouts, and Lance Allworth are all out for the upcoming game. <laughs> <laughs> which was great did they really they say did, that yeah and Derek johnson says dang i was ready to go too oh my God. <laughs> so funny so funny so so great job on the on the on the good troll back at him coach gruden uh that will the, be the last time you hear uh mr a smith's uh name mentioned on our show he's up there with uh the quarterback that wears 17 that actor that acted with Wilson. oh i don't know i don't know that's some of those are way too funny that's true. That's true. That's, we that we might true. bring that fool back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, so there you go, Raider Nation. Don't believe the mainstream media, especially not the countdown shows. Uh, all right. One last thing I want to get to from Austin. Then we're going to get to the Sea of Fans. We'll run a little bit late, so just give me a quick... Hey, hang on just a second. This okay. just in from somebody that will Uh-oh. be playing this Sunday. Okay. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Hall of Fame be damned. He's suiting he's, up. He's suiting up. So Phil's starting this week. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so let's see. So we're playing the, the, the Broncos, so we need to get ready for what? Terrell Davis. Uh... Uh, I don't know. Give me. I, I don't even like thinking about Sammy Winder, right? Uh, yeah, Steve Atwater patrolling the secondary. Maybe they'll get all the horse tooth down there in a, in a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch out for that Carl Mecklenburg. He's been a handful this year. All right. All right. So uh, let's let's uh, let's skip that last one there, Mosh. Let's just let you want to just go straight to see a fans, man. Let's let's go to it. Let's, yeah. Let's go. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. He is fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. All right, Raider Nation, the favorite part of our show is hearing you and uh, to get a hold of us. Y'all, you can get a hold of us one of two ways. 
You can email us, show at RaidersFanRadio.com, or you can call the Raiders Fan Radio hotline, which is 909-345-3346. Those are the absolute best ways to get a hold of us here. I try to respond to Twitter messages, Facebook messages to our profiles, Facebook messages to Murph Fan Cave, Facebook messages to Raiders Fan Radio, Instagram. Like We're all over the place, and because we're all over the place, there's lots of ways to get a hold of us. And sometimes I just can't keep up. Uh, but I always keep up with the Sea of Fans mailbag, uh, both by email and by phone call. So definitely uh, get us those messages that way if you got something to, to let us know. And really, then it lets Raider Nation know too. I mean, as much as I love uh, our interaction and as much as I love hearing from you all uh, in those direct messages, it's nice to be able to share your message with Raider Nation because we have so many great takes. There's so many great points out there, Uncle Mosh, that it's nice to hear that uh, from Raider Nation. So when you do call in, you got a three-minute window on Google Voice, so don't fall victim to the cutoff there. And uh, and and the, the the shorter and more concise we make those messages, also the more we can fit in on the show. And we have a bunch this week, so uh, let's get to it. Without further ado, uh, Uncle Mosh is going to start us off with some emails. So uh, our buddy Paul in in uh, Shropshire, UK, Mississippi, <laughs> says, uh, what a whirlwind it's been the last 10 days or so. And I can totally agree with that. He says, starting off with, we beat the squealers, then Reggie gets fired, then the city of Oakland sues us and the NFL, the, then Raiders Fan Radio has a breakfast show. Uncle Mosh, <laughs> he, he goes on to say, Dude, there was somebody sitting in your chair, man. Yeah, I, I, we touched on that a little bit. Seriously, though, it was a breakfast treat. Even if it was 4 p.m. over here, Kevin the Raider nerd was excellent. Then, you know, he talks about the game on Sunday. He, he thought we had a W wrapped up, but it was another frustrating day for us. But you know what? We're kind of used to that. Uh, keep rolling, Raiders. Keep rolling with the punches. We knew the problems hadn't gone away just yet because we beat Pittsburgh. Bring on the donkeys, and hopefully we can get a healthy O-line, and we'll be, and that'll be their ruin for our holidays. Best wishes to you and to, to all your families, and a happy Christmas period. Shout out to all Raider Nation for the festivities as well. Stay half, happy, healthy, happy folks. Regards, Paul Egerton from Shopshire, UK, Mississippi. Good job, Paul. Thank you very much for the Paul, emails. Always. As always, great, great emails. And yeah, man, the, the game against the Dunks, you know, Mosh, there are a lot of rivals of the, of the excuse me, the Diet Dr. Pepper's getting hold of me there. There are a lot of um, uh, rivals of our football team. There is everyone in our division. There's the Steelers. There is the Niners. There is uh, the, the Patriots. Uh, you could make an argument for the Cowboys, their franchise rivalry, because of Jerry Jones modeling so much of what he did after Al. There's a, there's a lot of teams you could refer to as rivals. And th the Donkeys are mine. I can't stand. We don't hate anything. But uh, even more than, than the guy that wears 17 and, and even more than the Chiefs, man, the Donks are the team for me because of just the uh, – there's a lot of reasons, a lot of family reasons. Yeah, we have yeah, we have yeah, family. Yeah. That's, no, no, we don't want to talk about that. No, the holidays but, are coming you, up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but no, but I mean just so like when the donkeys were good, like those fans gloated, and our uh, team was terrible. And so like, there's a lot of reasons why I don't like the the donks, man. It just it winds me up, man, thinking about this football team, and nothing would be sweeter, Mosh. I'm pounding the desk on this thing. Nothing would be sweeter <laughs> than beating them on Christmas Eve the last time ever in Oakland. Like, this could set up to be a pretty poetic game, and they're bad. 
They're not any better they're than we beatable, are. Buddy. They're, they're beatable, buddy. They're beatable. They're going to fire their head coach at the end of this year. They're not a right, very right, good right. football team. They got a the, Case Keenum. Really? Like, how did that guy end up with a contract anyways? Uh, like, I mean, just there's so many things about this football team. Philip Lindsay's a nice story, you know, but outside of that, man, I just I can't stand the freaking Broncos, man. I, I uh, they're the worst. Oh, they're the, they're worst. the worst. So we just we got to beat the Broncos, man. So I'm with you, Paul, man. Hopefully we get this little O-line thing figured out. It's going to be a good look. They got pass rushers, man. So it's going to be a struggle. But anyways, I digress much. (laughs) (laughs) And now for something completely different. So Murph, we get asked a lot of questions. Yeah, we get, we get asked, we get asked a lot of, we get, we get asked for advice. We get asked for our opinions. We get asked. Uh, we get asked what we're drinking, what we're wearing, what we're spitting. What you know? We, <laughs> yeah. we get asked a lot. Well, this one's a new one. This, this is a new one, one. This is a new one, and we're gonna take this. We're gonna take this to the fans. Yeah, we're gonna take this to the fans. We're gonna have. Uh, it's not really a contest. It's 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 a help a brother out kind of thing. It's an advice column. It's an advice column. This is Dear Mashi. This is Dear Mashi. So it starts like this. It says, Murph and Mosh, email is for visuals. No way I, can I communicate this via voicemail. My wonderful wife, Libby, has finally agreed to let me get my Raider tattoo for Christmas. I'm, of course, leaning toward the all-black but there's a few to choose from. I'd like some input from Raider Nation. Please see the attached and let me know what you think. Just win, baby. Very respectfully, Joe Cantrell, Lieutenant, thank you for your service, United States Navy. Well, Joe sent me a list uh, of tats. I'm going to put it up on the Oh, you got it. Okay, all right, all right, all right. There you go. And, and there's some great choices. Now, on our opening credits for the YouTube, we run, we scroll, and there's a bunch of there's a bunch of folks that have Raider tats. You got an outstanding Raider tat. Thank you, thank you. We're all about Raider tats. What we want Raider Nation to do is we want Raider Nation to send us pictures that we'll post on our website of great Raider tats. And of course, there's things that we need to note, Joe. Is this going well, he, on? He wants one recommendation on those. Right, right, right. But what I'm saying is, is it going on your forearm? Is it going oh, on the inside? Is it going yeah. on your bicep? Is it is it a back piece? Is it a chest piece? Right, is it right. One right. on each pec. You know, that's true, and that's, so, that's important. And I and I I I'll tell you why. And I, I can't show him. I got a long sleeve shirt on today. You guys have seen it. You've seen the pictures. But one of the things that when I got my Raider tattoo. It doesn't say Raiders. It's the shield with the with the skull and the, and the the, the pyro with the eye patch and everything. Um, and mine was a cover up too, so mine had a little bit different strategy there with with placement and whatnot and size and everything. Uh, but one of the things that is tricky with tattoos is that when you get things written like in script, it looks great and it can because it, it's going to bleed over time. It's going to sure, even if sure. you get the best absolute tattoo and you have a phenomenal artist and everything else. It's just because the way the nature of it, it's just going to tend to bleed. Well, when you get things written like the word Raiders, like this word Raiders, it's going to bleed out. Or same thing if you get it where if you get so if you get the black and you leave the void where it says Raiders, it's going to bleed in. So just keep that stuff in mind when you're kicking around ideas for your Raider tattoo. 
And that was and 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 I have a lot of tattoo pictures that I will uh, that we have that we'll share back with you. Um, but that was that would just be one piece of advice that I would give on it, Mosh. Is that and if mo- it, expect it, plan for it to change over time and build sure, that into sure. account for your for your whatever it is you decide to do. And Joe says he's going to get it on the inside of his forearm, just under his Navy Chief tattoo. Oh, that's legit. So that is that's totally legit. legit, man. So. You know, if I'm him, I'm cutting out little pieces, man, and I'm sticking them on <laughs> and wearing them for the day, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I want to see how it's going to look, I, how it's going to feel. I right? like, you know, just just remember, like, when you go with the all, like, I'm, I like a lot of voids, but I like a lot of detail, though, with the voids, though. So I would like to give you an example of, like, let's see, do we got one, one here? So I like, out of these ones that you've sent, I like the old school, this one, Mosh. Like, I like the one with the that one right there oh yeah it's the old yeah, like yeah, from the yeah. from the 60s oops i didn't have it on the camera there that one it's that one right there the one from the from the 60s it's a great looking tattoo and i almost got that one and, because then, and, and one of the reasons i like that one and and uh uh I, I can't remember who it was oh it was uh the raider critique he says his letters are fine and something like that where it's the void is the letter yes. that's the way to go exactly so that's, yeah that's something to think about mojo that's 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 worth it absolutely absolutely so anyway so hope hope we were able to help a little bit there so uh hey, we got a roll we got a roll we got a boogie all right so uh next so let's go to our first audio call and let's hear from our buddy houston raider steve hey murphy mosh this is houston raider steve i just saw uh steve young up there on espn saying that ben roethlisberger was the most improved or advanced or some kind of player and i thought wait a minute didn't we just beat his keister over there in, in oakland he can't even beat Derek carr and he says he's the most improved what is it is he is uh steve young on the uh, consulting basis for the uh lawsuit against the, the city of oakland he never has anything positive ever to say about the raiders he's always acting condescending uh arrogant Oh, by the way, does that kind of like sound like the 49er fans uh, in general? Well, I can't say every single 49er fan, but like this, we saw the sign at the game, black and silver sign, there's only one nation, it's Raider Nation, baby. Yeah, Steve Young, you're the reason why I don't watch ESPN anymore. Because you guys, you're a freaking idiot. If you think if you if you think that he's the most improved player and Derek Carr went head-to-head and beat his sorry butt, please, give me a break, spare me. Hey, you with a spoon. I'm out. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one to you, but I just want to note he did say gag me with a spoon. That was gag- solid. And he also said keister. That was solid. I, I wrote both of those down. <laughs> oh, because the Sizzler Award. Yeah, so Sizzler. cover that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cover that, Mark. So uh the the hottest take of the day gets the Sizzler Award. And uh so I you know, I take notes during these. But anyway, so I got I got Keister and gag me with a spoon. But <laughs> you know, I got it figured out. Steve Young is Stephen A. Smith's source. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Wyoming Raider. Bosh, Murph, Wyoming Raider here. Yeah, I missed uh, last week's call-in date, so I just wanted to call in, touch base, and uh, show a little respect for our new couple. Uh, well-played brother, you earned it. Uh, we beat the Steelers. That was freaking awesome. Uh, you guys pretty well covered that. I don't think I need to touch that more. We got Cincinnati coming up. Nah, the Bengals ain't <laughs> We got that one. That'll be no problem. After that, we got the Donkeys. I'm gonna call ahead and call right now. I say we go on a two two game winning streak. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Want to throw uh, one yeah. more thing by you, Reggie? You're out. I appreciate everything you did for us. Mm-hmm. Once a Raider, always a Raider. You got us out of a <laughs> hole. That was great. But it's time to move on. So here's my vote. Let's get Phil Viltiano in there. You imagine <laughs> you get Phil checking the heart of everybody before they put on that revered black jersey. Man, I tell you what. 
you give me 53 guys with Phil's heart playing them, man, we'd kill some people next year. Anyway, uh, if I don't call in before then, I hope everybody in Raider Nation has a happy holidays or, you know, whatever you guys are celebrating, you know, have a good, uh, friends, family, health, happiness, all that good stuff. And, uh, go Raiders. All right. Great call. Good to hear from Wyoming Raiders. So interesting, Mosh, uh, you know, he tongue in cheek says we should get Phil in there, but this is one of the reasons that the Raiders have always had a tradition of bringing back the former players. We talked to Pete Koch at length about that this year, about all the Raiders uh, legends that were around for training camp. And I think that there's an element to this. I mean, we know Phil was there. We know LaMonica was there. We know a lot of these guys were, were there at training camp. And don't you think that's part of Gruden's reason for bringing these guys back is to kind of, you know, suss out maybe a disposition like Amari Cooper Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. To find out maybe that you start to get a read on guys like that when they're around these greats that are that, that are coming back for things Absolutely. Like training camp. And, and that's the whole that we talked about this at nauseum about about rebuilding of the culture, you know, and that's part of it is bringing that that those dynasties, those those people that were part of that. It's it, 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 it wears off. It's contagious, man. Absolutely. All right, Mosh, let's go to uh, – this is a fun call. So this is Diego in Georgia, but I'm pretty sure he's on a forklift. Hey, what's up, Murph, Uncle Mosh? This is Diego. I'm at work right now. Getting crap. I, was, I just want to call to say what's up. Uh, I know it already passed, but, you know, the win was pretty good. Uh, I don't. I didn't get to watch it because, you know, I live in Georgia and I don't have the is it Sunday ticket or whatever. Yeah, so what I wanted to ask is when um, losing my train of thought being at work. Anyway, I'm going to Nashville. I want to know, I'm staying in the Gulch, what's a cool place to go to? And that that's about it. That's all I got to say until uh, next time when we win and then I'll have something to say again. <laughs> all right, take care, guys. All right, so... So thank you for Diego for calling the show. Appreciate you uh, not interrupting your work schedule there. And uh, and uh, so yes, to give you advice on where to go in Nashville, um, always if you're gonna be at the goal, you always gotta go downtown, Mosh. Right? That's the first. Oh, everything's and when you come and visit Nashville, Music City, everything starts and stops on on Broadway, Second Avenue. Go downtown, go have a beer. At Park Turkey's. your car and Uber all around. It's cheap in Nashville. Everything's close. I'm not going to even begin to tell you where to go because there it's we're inundated with it there is so, so much, much. you he, he can't he can't not find a rocking spot in the gulch man absolutely there is, it's it's just it's full of it. It's, it's full, full of it. absolutely. So we're gonna have a blast in terms of the draft. Uh, you know, for those of you, and we're gonna we're just kind of you know we have our thoughts and our, and our wheels have, have been turning about the draft, but things are starting to piece together a little bit as far as kind of who we're linking up with and what spots are going to be available to us and uh, attending what events. And they still haven't announced like where they're going to announce the draft picks and like where the different things specifically are going to be going on. So we're in a little bit of a holding pattern. But for those of you that are coming to Nashville. Uh, we are definitely going to have a listener meetup and live broadcast of Raiders Fan Radio and all that good stuff. So uh, to Diego and anybody else that's coming through to Nashville for the draft upcoming, which is quickly approaching. Uh, this We're talking about the end of April, so we're four months away uh, from the draft. Uh, definitely, we're going we're gonna to link up. And we hear from people uh, pretty often, too, Mosh, about kind of getting together with us and watching a game and whatnot. Well, how about getting together with us and doing a show? 
Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a great time for the draft. We'll go so. down to King Louis Taco Shack and do a remote. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Uh, hey. You might have just had the best idea ever right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm serious. That is a very cool idea. We might have to do that. Anyway, so uh, so definitely stay tuned as we get closer and closer to the draft. And yeah, that's going to happen here in Nashville. All right, let's hear from, uh, uh, I believe, a new caller to the show, Uncle Mosh. This is Ruben. Hey, guys. Ruben, DNA, Texas, Cali. Living in Las Vegas now. Just came across your guys' show on YouTube. Uncle Mosh and Murph, big fan. Go Raiders. All right, there you go. Thank you, uh, Ruben. Nice. Appreciate you calling. To the point, man. Yeah. Gave, in and out, man. Gave us his lineage and said, hey, I'm in. And found us on the YouTubes. I love it. On the YouTubes. On the YouTubes. How about it? So appreciate you, uh, Ruben. Thank you for calling and checking in. And uh, thanks for holding down Raider Nation in Vegas, man. I'll bet it's an exciting time to be uh, to live in, in Las Absolutely. Vegas, man. That's uh, And being a Raider fan, man, that's pretty cool stuff. All right, so uh, Uncle Mosh, so if you call the show three times and get your, or at least if you get your voicemail played on the show three times, we refer to you as a made man. And we have two this week, and I missed one. So I'm going to play him first. And oh, I, I, it, happens, it happens, man. It happens. It's happened hey, a couple times. You ain't Stephen A. You're going to own it. I'm going to. I'm going to own it. Absolutely. I made a mistake, and I missed this guy the first time uh, the first time he made his third call. So we're going to call this uh, the third call uh, 2.0, and I'm talking about our buddy Alex in Tucson, Arizona. Hi, this is Alex Sandoval from Tucson, Arizona. Um, I read something really interesting, and I wanted to know what you guys' thoughts on it. Um, I'm reading this post from NBCSports.com, and I see that Calvin Watkins, I'm not sure who that is, but supposedly Calvin Watkins had a conversation with Amari Cooper, um, and he revealed to him that it was actually Mark Davis who wanted him gone and not John Gruden. And it was Mark Davis who wanted to trade him to the Cowboys. And I thought that was very interesting, and I wanted to know what you guys thought about that. Thank you. All right. Have a nice day. Bye. All right, great call there. Appreciate you checking in uh, here on Raiders Fan Radio. So, yeah, that topic kind of came up last week, and there was a few – things around that and i think it revealed to me a couple of things that number one john gruden has not gone rogue and he's not acting individually nope, nope. in terms of the personnel or anything else that's going on with this football team it is definitely in conjunction with at the time probably reggie mckenzie and mark davis and definitely mark davis as well but mosh i think what's interesting about this is that you know there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes and especially in terms of a relationship with with agents and look mark davis is still a davis and he's not going to let some agent hold him up uh, to you know uh, signing in the uh, player and especially not the progression of this football team and Joel Siegel did just that in the negotiations with Khalil Mack Joel Siegel also represents Amari Cooper Amari Cooper was inconsistent at best still is despite the glowing reviews of his play he disappears once in a while just like he did this last week so after all this stuff that happened and the heel turn and all that Amari Cooper went away once again so anyways knowing that he was that type of a player and that he had a potentially 17 million dollar payday coming up the Raiders said bye-bye yeah and, and Raider Homer brings up a good point on the chat he says Mark Davis will not be hustled Absolutely. It's not going to happen. Great point. Great point, Homer. Absolutely. So that's kind of what my feelings are on it. And yeah, and I, and our feelings on it. And yeah, I don't think anybody is going to, going to get one over on the Raiders anymore, man. It's, and I don't think they necessarily ever have, but it's certainly not going to happen now under this regime with Mr. Mark Davis. All right. Next up, let's go to another made man. This guy's had 
Awesome calls. Now three weeks in a row. So congratulations. And we're going to play the music for you after this call. And uh, welcome to the team. Welcome to being a made man uh, here on Raiders Fan Radio, Florida Raider. Hey, Murph, Mosh. What's up, guys? Florida Raider calling. Uh, first of all, I'd like to uh, thank you for the uh, Sizzle Award last week. I appreciate the recognition. Second, I just want to start off by uh, going on a little rant about the NFL and the uh, the NFL offices. And I don't know exactly how they picked the Pro Bowl guys, but to leave Rodney Hudson off of it is just ridiculous. The guy leads in almost every statistical category. I think he's first in uh, pass protection. He's like sixth in run blocking. Um, you know, he's he's uh, hasn't let up a sack this year. His attitude has been great. And to play for a losing team and still put up them kind of numbers and have the attitude that he has, you know, it, it's just ridiculous. Um, as far as uh, Cook goes, that's, that's another one. I think he's got, like, uh, I know he has more catches and more yards than uh, Eric Ebron, who's, who's also having a good year. But, I mean, Cook's attitude has been great this year in a losing cause. You know, I just think the Senefel, I did they just give these gas bags on TV <laughs> More ammunition to just, you know, kick dirt on us. But you know what? The season's almost over, and we survived. You know, we all survived. And I, I tell you the truth, I've never really had some, uh, uh, such optimism looking forward to a, a, a following year after the season we had. Um, you know, with all these guys with one season under the belt, Gruden and Gunther, and, uh, you know, the, guy, the younger guys that have one full season under the belt, I think um, the outlook is great for next year and the year after. And I'd like to see all these talking heads on TV just eat some crow. Anyways, guys, um, I hope you guys have a great holiday. Everybody out there in Raiderland, uh, happy holidays. And just look forward to next year. Um, it's going to be a good one. And things are uh, definitely heading in the right direction. So they can try to take all the wind out of their sail, out of our sails that they want. But uh, it ain't going to happen. You know, it, it, a bright future ahead of us. So everybody, have a good uh Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, whatever you want to celebrate. Absolutely. Thank you, Florida Raider. And so real quick, Mosh, before we hit the made music, I want to respond to something that he had to say. You know, uh, one of the... Uh, one of the topics that's been hot today and, and over the uh, since it's been announced has been the the, the Pro Bowl vote, or the announcement of the Pro Bowl teams. Uh, the Raiders have been snubbed uh, once again. There is no Pro Bowlers. We have alternates uh, on the roster. Jared Cook, Rodney Hudson, and Kalechi Osemele have all been named as alternates. And you know what? Um, it, it really bothers me, um, and I would like to go 30 with the Pro Bowl voting, but also, does it really matter? I mean, the, the Pro Bowl voting is not like what it is, what, what the baseball all-star game might be. And, you know, Mosh, it's, there's always somebody that gets snubbed. And, look, he, he mentioned, you know, Jared Cook. And, of course, you know, Travis Kelsey has better numbers. But Jared Cook has better numbers than Eric Ebron. So, both, you know, it, it's absolutely a snub that, that Jared Cook uh, doesn't make it there. And then we're talking about Rodney Hudson. Look, we've been banging that drum all year long, despite how the, the horrible play of our offensive line at times, this guy has not given up a sack all year long. He ranks first uh, in the league in pass blocking and sixth in run blocking, uh, Uncle Mosh, and both the Pouncey brothers that were named in and ahead of him, neither one of them rank as high as he does uh, on any of these statistics. And so it's clearly him being let off, let off, of the, off the list, and I think it's just a reflection of the quote dysfunction or, or the win-loss record that's perceived in the in, in the media what do you what do you think you know if if the pro bowl meant as much as the nfl as the sports writers 
the people that vote folks in think it does in their own little brains. Why do the players snub the Pro Bowl? Yeah, how many has Tom Brady played in? What, three? Uh, I think it's two. Is it two? In like 15 of them. Two, two of 15. It, 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 it blows my mind that, that, that we put the importance on that when it, it's a joke. It's a joke. You know, uh, if there's something else on TV... You know, uh, if, if, yeah, I'm, you know, yeah. if, if they're running that Heidi rerun, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, ah, uh, drives it's, me nuts. You man. know, the, and it's, and it's, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, please. but it's just this, it's, it's this, it, it's us against the world. It always has been, it always will be. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. How long, how long did it take to get the snake in the hall of fame? All right. Yeah. You know, come yeah. on. Yeah. Great point. You know, and in terms of recent highlights, you know, D- Derek Carr dropped a dime to T.Y. Hilton in the back of the end zone. I don't remember what year it was, uh, the year that the first team made the Pro Bowl. And, like, that was kind of fun, but I'm with you, though. It's not a great watch. And so, you know, look, no no surprise. But I don't it, – it's worth acknowledging, but I don't think it's worth getting worked up for. You know, you, know, you know what I mean? You know what's better than the Pro Bowl? What's that? When you put a get together next week a tailgating too much – that features side-by-side side the brothers, Wyoming Raider and Florida Raider. Oh, when you put together okay. a, a tailgating too much. Let me take more notes here. You know, that, now, that's, now, that's good, now that's good listening right there. That'll Wyoming, be, but Wyoming Raider's been in once before, that's, though. That's, that's okay. That's okay. This is coming direct from Capo. Okay. You know, it's a request. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm going on that, and I'm throwing in because Florida Raider – he kills me, man, and they He's and great. they're they're just they're just great. They're they're they, you know they're they're twin brothers from different mothers. And <laughs> it's great, man. Absolutely. Well, and now they are both made men. So uh, congratulations to Alex and Tucson, and also Florida Raider. Uh, welcome to the club. You are now made men here on Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, you know why we so we got any doubts or reservations? Oh, now is the time. That's the wrong one. That's the, that's the wrong made clip. What do you? That's doing? the one that's got the dang. Uh, uh, copyright. All right, let's go to <laughs> let's go. Let's, Let me read. You, you get do the right emails, book. and then I'll get back to you. All right. So we got uh, so Running Bear, another one of our another one of our, our guys that, that we get some absolutely fantastic sound bites and stuff. He uh, he sent us an email, and he says, uh, "Hey Murph and Mosh, you all do such a great job. I'm thankful that you do all the things you do. Merry Christmas to you both, and all the rest of Raider Nation." I'm proud to be a fan of the Raiders. I will take this team over any we have had the last few years, and here is why. Look how John Feliciano and Gabe Jackson played that last drive, both on bum legs, neither willing to leave the game. Then when Feliciano could not walk off, who was there to get him off the field but Carr? Now that's the sign of a true leader. They all might not be the best players, but I see more grit, more fire, more toughness, than I've seen, well, the last time Gruden coached us. As far as the Oakland politicians go, they are no worse than the rest of California's politicians. Ooh, hey now. To me, they are like the player we let go this year. No heart, no loyalty to the Raiders. The Raiders did not need them, and we don't need the Oakland politicians either. We are a long ways from being where I'd like to be, but we have a great set of players to build around. We have heart, we have loyalty, and we have toughness. I'd rather have those types of players. God bless Murph Mosh and all of Raider Nation. Tim Moat, running bear. Awesome. Great job, Tim. Great Thank you job. for the – yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the email there. 
And uh, yeah, you know, we talked about that a little bit last week about the leadership skills that Carr is starting to show. And you know, and, and not only so, not only let's let's highlight that about what what Carr did there, Mosh, but also uh, the grit and toughness there of Mongo, and then also Gabe Jackson, who sadly Gabe Jackson is now on IR for the rest of the year. But the guy could not extend his arm all the way because of his elbow injury, and that's kind of important when you're playing offensive line to be able to extend your arm. The guy couldn't do it, and he gritted it out and, and played the rest of the game. So, man, this Raider team and the toughness we're starting to show is absolutely top-notch. Great stuff. All right, uh, I found the, uh, the clip, so let's play that. But real quick before I even do that, let's give you the running tally of the made men. So as far as made men here on Raiders Fan Radio, we got Jimmy Zbach, Johnny in San Diego, Crickets. What happened to Johnny in San Diego? I don't know where that guy is. Uh, if, if Johnny, if you still listen to the show, hit us up, man. We haven't heard from you in forever. Uh, Chuck Splatterhead McCann, Ron in Ohio, the Dakota Raider, uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Red in Yakima, Jim on the East Coast, Yayo, Big Raider Trucker, Wyoming Raider, Diego in Georgia, Running Bears, Uncle Mosh just read his email, Mojo Raider, Junior in San Diego, Monster Mash, Ken, Steve in Houston, Jesse in Kentucky, B-Dog in a pack. Last year, Max in San Diego, Alex in Tucson, and Alberto in Los Angeles. So congratulations to the two new made men on Raiders Fan Radio. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, Uncle Mosh, you got another email there for us? I do. I got an email here. Uh, <laughs> pardon me. I got all choked up. It's a great email. Uh <laughs> It's, uh, it, it starts off, it says, uh, hey, Murph, Mosh, I love the show. I'm a diehard Raiders fan for the last 40 years. I survived the tuck rule game, and he doesn't spell, it's a, just a little misspelling. A little he, typo? A little typo. He spelled it with an F instead of a T. Uh, oh. Anyway, he said he was in a game in a Pats bar in New England, and it was during his college years. And he says, yes, my saber tongue was lashing rats left and right. Then I was escorted out with my silver and black pride in my hands and a fist full of Chinese rip-off rat jerseys. <laughs> anyway, graphic design illustration is my passion and trade. I'm blessed to work for such clients as the No Fun League, ESPN, NASCAR, NBA, MLB, and many other consumer brands. I've attached some of my Raider Nation art. Murph, I know you are a comic fan like me, and I've attached Raider Wage War Machine. Frosty Rucker gave it some love on Instagram. I have even attached some fan art for uh, Mikey, the Raider Truther, LOL. Uh, I have a series <laughs> going called the Black Hole Fan Series on Instagram. That'd be great. I need to check it out. Yeah. And attached are some love to those diehard Black Hole super fans as well. I love the show. The only just win, Johnny. 
uh, hierographics. So he's got some really cool stuff. We'll put it on the uh, we'll put it on the site. Uh, you'll you'll put yeah it on the site. yeah yeah yeah. Uh-huh. And it's, it's he's got some really cool stuff. I'll hold it up here in front of the camera for those watching to see. And um, anyway, it's it's so he's really... got a Deadpool there. He's got a Gorilla Rilla, and he's got an On Air Nation for Mikey's channel. That's yeah pretty cool. yeah. So he's got some good stuff, you know. And and this brings me up to something that we needed to talk about. Yes, really quick. speaking of graphic design, right? Yeah. And you and I are not graphic designers. No. We, we, <laughs> we play radio. We and, play radio. You know, and, yeah. we, and we have fun with it. We I don't know whether we're good at it or, or what, but we have fun. We we're gotta, loud enough. We're loud enough. <laughs> we got a faithful bunch of folks. We got couples. We got made men. You know, we're happy where we are. Yes. You know? Um, but we got a lot of you that ask for T-shirts, so we're we're in the the design process for making T-shirts, and you and I are trying to do whatever we do with the computers and trying to make T-shirts like our last ones. We're gonna make them a little bit different this time. Uh, we need help. Yeah, yeah, we need help. So uh, hey, uh, Mister Graphic Designer, yeah. email hey. us. You know, if you want to throw some help our way, that'd be great. We're not asking for a freebie, but we ain't got no money. <laughs> we got no budget. No, we uh, uh, we don't make any money on our, our, our radio. Our, uh, right. our hobby costs us. That's exactly but right. The good news is, when we order shirts this time, we're gonna get shirts that fit us. We're going big I'm boy not, shirts I'm not, this time. I'm not ordering any smalls. I'm gonna order a handful of mediums because there's wives out there. Yes. And if and if your wife needs a small, she needs ravioli. <laughs> okay. So you know, and I know your kids, but your kids are gonna grow. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah. And they need yeah. to sport that shirt. So we're gonna yeah. get some big ones. We're gonna get some big ones for the the big guys, the three X's and four X's. We're gonna be able to do. It. We're not doing it for us. We don't make any money on them. No, we're doing it. We're doing it because we we like to see the pictures, man. With with, like with, with, with our peeps out there sporting our shirts. Absolutely. So we'll we'll talk with him. You know, I and, hope so. And, and, just just when Johnny hit us up, man. You know, we've since we started doing the slideshow, which was your idea, by the way, which is a great idea to uh, to share the pictures of people wearing our logoed shirts. Uh, I've gotten a bunch of requests or questions. Where can I get a shirt? Well, we've been out for a long time, and we were gonna kind of get one for this season. And again, we don't, we don't do this stuff as a money maker, so it just kind of fell down the priority you know, list. It, but yeah. we've gotten enough requests now that we hear you. We're gonna get them, and we're gonna get them big because we've got a lot of big boy requests for yeah, shirts, and yeah, so we're yeah. gonna address that. And so, yes, if the Just Win Johnny or any of the else of you, you want to help us out with the graphic design portion of this. Much appreciated because that's sure, not sure. what we do. You know what you I know, mean? Send us an email with your with your choice on there. Yeah, you know? absolutely. We, we we'd have a contest and send you a shirt, but we don't have any shirts. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so, but great email from Johnny. Thank you very much. And again, love the name. I told you that last time when you called. Uh, love the name. Just win, Johnny. All right, Uncle Mosh. So uh, another made man here on Raiders Fan Radio is the man we gave respect to to kick off the show, and that is Kevin, the Raider nerd. And Kevin called us. Live from the tailgate in Cincinnati, and this is a great call. Hope you guys enjoy it. Hey, Murph, hey, Uncle Marsh, Raider Fans Radio. This is Kevin, the Raider Nerd, here live at the Raider, Oakland Raiders tailgate. Everybody say Raiders! Raiders! Hey, come on over here. We got, we got Gorilla Rilla. Say hey to Uncle Marsh and Murph. I love you guys. Much love from the Black Hole, baby. Just win. Yeah, there you go, guys. We will give you an update later on. But we are here with Oakland Raiders live at Paul Brown Stadium, ready to pillage the jungle. Thanks again for having me on early there, uh, Mr. Uh, Murph. 
Mosh, thanks for letting me sit in your seat. We'll give you guys a call after the game. Raider Nation, baby! Very cool. Thank wow. you, Kevin, the Raider nerd. You had, uh, hanging out with Gorilla Rilla there and getting a shout-out. Nice. For Raiders fan radio from Gorilla Rilla, yeah, Mosh. That's pretty that cool, was huh? awesome. Yeah, very cool, very cool. I so, would let Gorilla Rilla sit in my chair. Abs- right? A violator, right? Yeah, there's a handful I, I, of people, yeah. right, that uh, could there's a couple. be allowed. Yeah, Kevin. And Kevin was the first of the super fans to Kevin. adorn the Southern Annex of the Murn Fab game. I might be a little burnt about Ah, oh, no, no, I'm okay. I'm okay that Kevin was in my chair. You know, probably would have been nice if I would have ran it by you first. It's okay. I didn't, There's I didn't. one. You have one chair in your house that I'm comfortable in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you let some other guy sit in it. <laughs> well, it's not like he hung out and watched the game, Mosh. He did the show. Oh, maybe that's worse. I don't know. Sorry. God, that, yeah, that sorry, didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, next caller here, and we're going to hear from our buddy Monster Mash. Can- Speaking of people that give us stuff, I got to show it, right? Yeah. I got to promote, promote Ken because he's awesome. Ken is the uh, the creator of Lil Murph, and he is the proprietor of Monster Mash Custom Action Figures. Find him on Facebook and uh, and order something from him. He's a great guy. Murph, Uncle Mosh, Lil Murph. This is uh, Monster Mash Ken. Ooh, what a what a rough game. You know those games we got to win. You know, regardless of what our record is and who we are, we got. If that was a better quarterback in there, we would have got demolished. You know, he missed a lot of throws, a lot of wide open throws, and that's on him. That wasn't on our defense. That was all him. And and Priest just no pass. I don't even know. There's so many things you can just point out, and I don't think we need to waste time doing it. I think next uh, next week's game against the uh, Broncos on Christmas Eve. That's the one I kind of want to talk about. Uh, man, we got to win that game. Like we for the. For, to salvage our season's mentality for, for all the fans, we got to win that game. And, and I actually looked into flights. Uh, you know, they're pretty expensive from New York, and my wife would literally kill me if I would. You know, like, I wouldn't be able to come back, uh, you know, in time for Christmas Day and our daughter's first Christmas, uh, Lily, it's our first Christmas there with her. Um, but anyway, I'll be supporting and holding it down from the East Coast, and, and uh, we got to win that game. I, I, um, I just, that's it. No excuses, you know. Um, another thing too, I just noticed, like, you know, we got guys like Waller, who nobody ever heard from, and, and, and Jordy Nelson, and uh, Seth Roberts. So is that, that's what we're working with on our offense? I don't know. I mean, Cook is great and all. They, they, I don't know what happened. They just took him out of the game, or I don't know what happened this whole game, but uh, it's not an out for Derek, but, you know, and he can't play on his back. Obviously, he's getting hit, but we just got to give him some playmakers. We got to give some consistency on that side of the, on the, on the wide receiver end, and, and uh, it's just not fair uh, to watch these other these other teams that just score at will and they move the ball at will and we just struggle. And uh, anyway, um, one thing, uh, two things. If uh, uh, thanks for that that uh, good morning uh, Raider Nation, that was a great call. Loved it with, uh, with Kev and and uh, I, I noticed that you guys are hopefully coming out for the New York game. If that's if that's what the schedule comes out to be, I will love to watch Raider football with you guys. I'm gonna try to figure something out because I know the PJFF guys are are thinking about it too. And and I, I'm gonna talk to Chuck and hopefully we can kind of organize something and. And, and and just have a, a a great time with all the the Raider Nation from all over the country in New York because it's the best city in the world. Also, I'm going to try to get down for the uh, for the draft. I think I'm like 90% sure I'm, I'm going to try to get down there and and just you know we got three draft picks. It's going to be uh, the, st- the start of a new era. 
anyway, uh, let's let's look on to next week, and uh, I think we can beat these Broncos. Uh, Got to do it. Got to do it. All right. Um, even if uh, Uncle Mosh needs to throw on his old uh, Howie Howie Long jersey and go out there and start tackling them. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. If I don't talk to you, take care. Bye. <laughs> And now for something completely different. Ken, 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 Ken. You are a great caller. You talked about Derek can't make the passes from his back. You talked about the help we need. You talked about New York. You talked about, oh my gosh, so much. You talked about Little Murph. We love to give you shout-outs. Ken, Take it from a guy that spent so much money over a period of years in divorce court. <laughs> Do not miss that baby's first Christmas. For a Raider game. For a Raider game. <laughs> Brother, I love the Raiders. I love my Raiders. Ken, Ken, Ken. <laughs> I'm so thankful your wife does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> great call, Ken. Uh, Appreciate it. Great you. call. That was awesome. Yes, and Merry Christmas, Ken, and Happy Hanukkah to you and your family. Absolutely. Uh, we, we appreciate you, man, uh, supporting Raiders Fan Radio. And so, you know, Mosh and I, we, we kind of really just for the first time kicked it around tonight. Um, so the way the schedule works out is that if the Raiders finish in last place, well, when the Raiders finish in last place, they, they will match up against a team that finishes in last place of the N. N- the AFC East. <laughs> and so the team that right now looks like it's going to finish last in the AFC East is the New York Jets, which means we will play at the New York Jets this year. Um, we are a long way away from figuring out what our travel plans are going to be and what game we'll go to this year. Uh, but I can tell you this, uh, a New York game will be on my short list of oh, want tos. Yeah. I definitely have want tos. Now it all depends on where it falls in the schedule and you know what I mean? And whatnot and around what, you know, Uncle Mosh and I, because of our work schedules and whatnot, I don't know if we're going to be able to go or not. Uh, well, we would certainly love to. I would love to meet up with oh you gosh. and the Can New York imagine? guys and the New Jersey chapter of the Black oh. Hole and go to a Raiders-Jets game. Speaking of rivals of the Raiders, right, right, like, right. that would be amazing to go see them play uh, at the Jets. I would just, that would be. You a, know a, how much good food there is? Oh, to, to, there, there oh. is so much good food on the East Coast. So much. The guys in the fan club blitz were talking about pizza and talking about how good uh. their pizza is. And we know we're pretty. We're not pizza experts. We've never met a pie we didn't like. Right, but we we make our own dough and we do our own yeah, thing yeah, yeah. and make as far as making pizza goes. So we're pretty good at recognizing good pizza. But I fully fully understand where you're coming from. That New York has the best pizza and it's it's amazing. And so yes, uh. I, I never forget. I had a calzone. At freaking Grand Central Station one time from a, just a little, like, a kiosk thing. I, holy cow, Uncle Mosh. That almost knocked me over. It's so freaking good. Yeah. And I'm talking about a calzone at a kiosk at a bus station or train station. Yeah. And it's yeah. freaking, like, some of the best food you ever had in your whole life. Oh, I'm with you. I'm That's with you. It's amazing. Anyway, so thank you, Ken. And, uh, yeah, hopefully the schedules will link up. We'll uh, we'll certainly find out. Right now, we're kind of draft mode. Like, we're just trying to get all that stuff figured out as far as uh, next steps for us. So if you're coming into town for the draft, stay tuned because we will definitely have uh, some meetups and some things going on. All right, next up, let's go hear from our buddy Alberto in Los Angeles. It's Alberto from L.A. Sorry why I'm going to call myself my Raider name. Raider Bethel. Anyway, this game, <laughs> just to show you how much uh, we're lacking at O-line, 
You know, people, I keep hearing people are like, you know, we should have drafted Derwin James and et cetera, et cetera. Colton Miller's trash. Brandon Parker's trash. Well, what would have happened if we didn't draft Colton Miller and we got Derwin James? Donald Penn would have still been out. There's no left tackle there. So, like, we have no depth at O-line. Wouldn't be surprised, you know. We'll get a couple guards from the draft. At least maybe another tackle. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, defense, Eric Harris got an interception. I'm liking his defense because the Raiders have been – uh, forcing turnovers like since the Charger game in Oakland. Every game we've had a turnover, so I'm like, it's nice, you know, better than last year's defense. And uh, no sacks, but I think we'll get that figured out next year. But offense is lacking again, just to show that we gotta start running the ball more. But I don't know why we can run the ball, but either way, I wanted to mention. Of I always ask myself this question: Why am I a Raiders fan? You know, there's two teams in LA. I can usually be those LA Rams or uh, LA Charger. I want to be LA teams. Either way, and I realize why I'm a Raider fan. It's just it's second nature to me, you know. Like when I, I growing up, I was uh, I grew up in a you know football American football household. I grew up on you know soccer, and even then, like the Raiders was just like always my team. If someone asked me, hey, do you watch football? I'm like, no, but like who's your team then? I, I, the Raiders, you know. Even then, <laughs> even before I started uh, watching football, so it was like the Raiders is just second nature to me. You know, it's like an instinct. That's my team. If I know nothing about, like, the, the Raiders or nothing about the NFL, I'd probably pick the Raiders again. So, you know, Raiders all day. Got to keep in Vegas. Oh, you know what? I would love them to go to San Diego because if – let's say the Raiders make a little run. You know, I'm, I'm Raider drunk too, so you know what I'm saying? They make a run and the Raiders become the first team in, in San Diego to win a Super Bowl. Can you imagine that? Oh, I would love that. But either way, Raiders saw it die. All right, good job, Alberto. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I would, I, you know, I would kind of love to watch them play uh, in San Diego. You know, Kevin made mention that, you know, a lot of times we refer to San Diego as South Oakland because we Absolutely. take over that stadium anyways. Yeah. And uh, our buddy Mojo uh, earlier this week uh, on, on our Facebook page said that, you know, if we, do, if we do play down there, that he's got a couple couches with our names on it, Uncle Mosh. So, <laughs> so we, we, if we want to go to a game in San Diego and appreciate that invite, Joe. And, and uh, yeah, I would love to go. San Diego's gorgeous, man. I freaking love San Diego, man. It's a, it's a great place, and that would be a great place for the Raiders to play. But uh, anyway, so definitely appreciate uh, Alberto giving us a call from Los Angeles. All right, Uncle Mosh, uh, we heard from Kevin again. This is uh, on his way back from Cincinnati. Hey, Mark. Hey, Uncle Mosh. This is Kevin, the Raider nerd, uh, heading back to Atlanta. I uh, had a great time, of course. We wish we could have gotten a victory out of there. But I uh, just want to say we had a great time. Uh, hope you enjoyed the call from the, uh, the temporary black hole here in Cincinnati. We had a wonderful group of super fans that were there, including Gorilla Real, as you know. It was a lot of fun. We represented. I tell you, I think the Raider fans were actually the first ones there in the parking lot. Uh, it was amazing. We showed up at like 9 o'clock, and there was like hardly any Cincinnati fans. But Raider fans were there over there in Lot D. Uh, but as things started to happen, the Cincinnati fans came out. Uh, a lot of great Cincinnati fans there. It was a lot of fun. And uh, Raider Nation came together. It, the game was fun to be at. Great stadium to see a game. Unfortunately, we came away with a, with a loss. But uh, like I said, the Cincinnati fans are great, and uh, I look forward to going back there again one day. Uh, Murph, you know, you had me on uh, the uh, Good Morning Raider Nation show earlier uh, this week, and I just want to say I had a lot of fun there. 
But one of the questions that you asked me was, is what should we concentrate on in the draft? Which means we may now have a higher draft pick. Well, I think I said uh, defense and maybe some wide receiver help. But now I'm thinking maybe we pick up someone from the O-line because apparently Carr didn't have much time to make any plays during that game. I know we've had some injuries and such, but maybe we can pick up a, a good guard or something or a good tackle, maybe in like the uh, third or fourth round. Who knows? But uh, anyway, I want to say thanks again for having me on. Mosh, again, thank you, sir, for letting me sit in your chair. Hope I didn't mess up anything too much there. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, go Red Nation! All right, thank you, Kev, for the call. So, Mosh, before I turn over to you, I want to hit a couple things he mentioned there. Uh, you know, Raider Nation, don't be surprised as much as we're going to get all wound up about, uh, you know, Bosa and even Josh Allen and a lot of the other, you know, big time superstars out there. Don't be shocked if the Raiders draft an offensive lineman. I'm just saying, or or maybe trade out of the pick, trade back a few spots and draft an offensive lineman. Because look, it doesn't matter how good your quarterback is. He can't throw from his culo, as you know. And look, when we look at that car this year, Mosh, you know, everyone likes to glorify the 2016 season we heard Stephen a do that a little while ago oh they were so great of course it's you're only great if you follow it up which we didn't um so how great were we but anyways i digress but when we look at Carr in that 2016 season when he was touted as a potential mvp candidate okamash he completed 64 percent of his of his passes he threw for 3700 yards 25 touchdowns six picks and he was sacked only 15 times you know what his numbers are this year He's thrown for 68% uh, completion percentage. He's thrown for the same thing, 3,700 yards, and we got two games left to go. Uh, Of course, he got hurt in that year to cut his season short. But 19 touchdowns, only eight interceptions, but he's been sacked 32 more times than he was in 2016. He's been sacked for a total of 47 times, which Mosh puts him third in the league behind Deshaun Watson and Dak and Dak Prescott. Uh, Deshaun's been sacked 52. Uh, Dak is 51 and Carr comes up in third place at 47 sacks. I'm telling you, Raider Nation, don't get too wound up about this pass rush. Look, I would love to see it, too, because I like superstar power. But don't be shocked if we try to protect our quarterback. That's what they did this year. And, uh, you know, it's worked out with mixed results. But what do you, what do you well, think there, Mike? I'm saying, what are those numbers going to be if those sacks are just, just half that? Yeah. Yeah, what kind what of productivity do we – yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. When we, when we, when we draft that protection – Holy mackerel. It's going to be crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so thank you, Kev. Great call there. And uh, thanks again for joining us in the fan cave. And uh, uh, Uncle Mosh, he's giving you just a surprise. He recognizes the, uh, the uh, what am the I trying to say? Small error in his ways. <laughs> no, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm, oh, I know what I you're going to say. I was going to say, say the, uh, the gravity of the situation when he takes <laughs> over your chair. <laughs> okay. So I got I to gotta update you on a little something. Okay. We brought up earlier, we brought up my favorite subject. No, it wasn't any of my divorces. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. It was yeah. food. Yeah. So the, so the chat is talking, okay, Texas brisket. Nobody's going to argue with that. Memphis no. ribs. Nobody's going to nope. argue with that. Uh, North Carolina pulled pork. Nobody's going to argue right? with that. So um, we're and they're going there. Everybody's throwing in their favorite places to eat and stuff that Raider could. <laughs> Raider fan puts, oh, uh, California cannabis. 
<laughs> I love that. And of course, oh, and, edibles. And then, and, then, the yeah, edibles. and then, of course, you know, our, our fans immediately go, wait, you can grill cannabis? <laughs> <laughs> you can in California. And Q Dog says, cannabis barbecue? Question mark. <laughs> go on. <laughs> uh, that's great. That is too uh, fun. Yeah, Raider Critique says, you should never barbecue cannabis. That's no, a party foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah party, right. party for everybody is uh, what it is. Oh, yeah, baby. But uh, hey, uh, uh, well, then let me chime in. And all those are great things. The other thing you can't argue with, California raviolis, specifically from La Villa Delicatessen in downtown Willow Glen, Absolutely. San Jose, California. Lincoln my all-time favorite food. There is a, yep. No, I could yep. eat, oh my gosh. Oh. Well, well, it'll, we could do an entire podcast on La Villa raviolis. For sure, gosh. for yeah. sure. All right, let's go uh, Let's go next to our buddy uh, Jack in uh, Albany, Oregon. Jack, if you don't remember, he won the Raiders uh, Bridgestone golf hat and uh, with his email the other day with his best uh, Raiders holiday story. And so uh, when I sent him that hat, I threw some other things in there, and Jack was uh, very gracious in his uh, response. Hey, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raider Jack calling from Albany, Oregon. I uh, it's, I might call polite so you can edit this out however you want. But I wanted to thank you guys for the hat. I know, you know I won the competition and whatnot, and that's awesome. And but you guys added a little bit extra to it, and it meant the world to me. Uh, <laughs> especially when you get a flag with Calvin pissing on the Denver, or Denver Jackass's freaking logo. I love it. Outside of that, I mean, it, it meant so much to me. You have no idea. Just getting, reaccumulating some Raiders things is, is really kind of a big deal to me. All right, so thank you, Jack. And he he kind of goes on. I don't want to self gratify here, but he just he's very thankful for uh, for uh, for us uh, hooking him up. And you know, Mosh, speaking of all this divorce talk, he kind of lost a bunch of his gear, man. So we hooked him up. So we hooked him up. That's Je- what we do. That's what we do. Jeff at Dead Pirate Sports is a good buddy of ours, and uh, I keep a box of Raiders swag here in the fan cave that uh, uh, that Jeff takes care of us on uh, and helps us out. And so, and I share it. I share back with uh, with our listeners, and and uh, so you know when we send you stuff, we typically send you extra stuff. Yeah. And it's just a way of our just showing our appreciation and sharing some Raider love. You man. know that's why? All, you know why we share. Why are we sure? We got no more wall space. <laughs> no, we ain't got nowhere. That's it. That's it. We're, we're slapped out of room. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, man. So, Monster uh, Mash will be glad to know I'm taking down a picture of one of my kids to put up on his sister. But it's not the picture of the first Christmas. Actually, I think I'm taking uh, down a picture of one of your kids. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, one of the 16 Sinatra pictures we got back there. Yeah, no kidding, right? All right, let's. Uh, so Jack called back, and this one was a more of a football-related question or commentary or phone call. Hey guys, this is Made Man Reader Jack from Albany, Oregon. Want to touch base about this last week? The Bengals suck. Couldn't really rush. It seemed like like if we could have got together a good rushing charge, that whole passing game would have been meant so much more. I mean, especially if you see Derek Carr going for his ninth consecutive game without an interception. You know, Doug Martin came out and rushed for 39 yards. I sit there and I look at him like, we need another running back. Chris Warren, the third, he's not there. We can't make a decision on how he is. But people are talking about Le'Veon Bell. Let's, let's do this, that. We, I don't really know that we ever go out and get a big name. They're, they're going to acquire talent but I was looking at it, Bryant getting suspended, and this, there was rumors of this happening in the beginning of the season. We all knew that was probably part of why he got cut and re-signed, because we can use him until 
he gets that suspension going indefinitely. So that's probably what all of that was. Uh, I don't know if Jared Cook will be back next year. As good as he's playing, it's going to be a matter of if we can afford him. You know, the people we've let go this season, a big contract might not be in the future. we got to see what the GM is going to you know, say or do. Looking at where we're going to play next year, Murph, I've heard you say a couple of places, they're also saying they may play in Glendale with the Cardinals. They're saying they may play at the University of Reno at Mackey Stadium. Sam Boyd, not going to happen. And I can tell you why, because back in the 90s, there was a team there called the Las Vegas Posse in the CFL. And even back then, we had rats handing out crack from the vending machines. I, I don't know what kind of off-season moves we got to make at this point, but you can count on the fact that it's going to be applied to the system. They're going to pick up a couple lower-end veterans and try to build us through the draft, and we've got enough draft picks to draft the entire Alabama football team. Thank Christmas. Thank you for everything you guys do and putting out <laughs> this enjoyable fan, you know, podcast, and uh, you've really kind of made my days a lot better between, you know, this and Mosh with you with Mikey. Uh, just listening to you guys go on about a team I love that I grew up with, you know, <laughs> yeah. being a Raiders fan, even back in the days of L.A., Following him to Oakland, back to Oakland, I can't thank you enough for the things you do and keep up the good work. May the silver and black bleed from our veins. Go Raiders. All right. Thanks, uh, Raider Jack, for the phone call. Sorry, I had to kind of skip forward there. We're starting to run out of time. Uh, real real fast uh, to touch on what he had to say about Martavis Bryant. So speaking of weed, uh, you know, the Raiders brought him back knowing that he was going to get suspended, and they, uh, they, they, you know, were able to uh, employ his services as long as they possibly could. But, Mosh, you know, this is one of the ones – uh, and there hasn't been a ton of moves of Gruden and or McKenzie or whoever is making the call that I couldn't defend. But this was one of them. This was an odd one. I, that was not worth a third round pick for what we got out of Martavis Bryant, you know, especially since now after this year, I believe he's an unrestricted free agent again. You know, you, you, you do the best you can with what you got. And sometimes it doesn't work out. You yeah. know, you, you take I mean, a shot, right? You know, that's that's it's it's kind of like, you know, Betting on a six or an eight. Odds are with you. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you crap out. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. So let's uh, let's go to another one here. New caller. Caller to the show. Didn't leave a name. Uh, just caller in the uh, 928 area code. Hey, guys. Just wanted to say I love your show. Love the Raider Cave. I hope one day my room can look like that as well. Anyway, I had a question for you guys about this whole lawsuit thing. If the Raiders indeed leave Oakland next year, no matter where they play, what will they be called? Are they still going to be the Oakland Raiders, or will they become the Vegas Raiders that just aren't in Vegas yet? I don't know. It's kind of an interesting thing I was curious about. Anyway, go Raiders. Wherever they play, Super Bowl champs next year. Shock the world. Bye, fellas. Caller in 928. Go back and listen to the <laughs> Rewind that, yeah. I'm, I think you've already heard that. Hopefully you did. Yep, uh, yep. And, uh, yeah, great, great call. Appreciate you calling the show. And uh, call us back again, and next time, leave your name so we can uh, we can give you some some uh, some respect here on the show. All right, last call of the night. Uncle Mosh comes to us from another new caller, and this is Dave in Ohio. What's up, Raiders Fan Radio? This is Dave from Ohio. Uh, man, that was a tough loss. We lost to the Bengals. I drove four hours to go see us lose, but hey, at least I got to see my Raiders play. Me and my wife had a good evening and day. You know, what can I say? Uh, Carr was on the ground so much, he caught his own pass when it was deflected and figured he should just lay down. Whatever. At least we're going to win the draft, I guess. Always fun to see him play. 
Go Raiders. All right. Appreciate the phone call. Dave from Ohio. Sorry you, you had to witness what you did. But, yes, anytime you get to spend a day at the park and uh, at the stadium and get to spend it with Raider Nation, it's a good day. We heard, you know, firsthand from, from Kevin this week about the fun that, and uh, the representation of Raider Nation. And that's always a good thing. Raider Nation always shows up regardless of how well the team does. Sizzler. 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 All right, so something that'll never happen on this show is we'll never get a call in from somebody like Wilson's old partner making amends for their uh, bad attitudes and their issues that they've had, or Stephen A. Smith even calling the show. And, and you know, he would obviously get timed out by Google because... <laughs> The man can't formulate a good argument or, you know, just come up with anything intelligible to say. But but somebody that can is me. <laughs> so, right. I, you know, I'm going to prove that I'm the bigger man here and I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give the sizzler to Kevin. Even oh, though, even though nice. Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Even though Kevin wow. sat in my chair. Yeah. And I never signed the waiver. No. But, but uh, you know, just to show that, that, that it's okay. It's okay. Q-Dog's not coming looking for him. It's okay. <laughs> but I am going to say that yes. Kevin had a couple of great calls. And when you call in, when it's a sizzla, it is. I mean, there were some great calls. We had, we had some folks calling people gas bags. We had, <laughs> yeah. we had gag me with a spoon. We had put on his keister. We had some great stuff. We had a guy call from a forklift. <laughs> Somebody in the chat claimed that he's probably on the YouTube knocking over in an aisle of something, you know? <laughs> but, but, you know, even, even, even Raider Jack with his uh, May We Bleed Silver and Black, you know? Yeah. I mean, there was some good calls. But, but when you can call in and you're under a minute and you can get Gorilla Rilla yeah. to give a shout out. Strong. That's strong, bro. That's strong. That's strong. So welcome uh, to my chair, Kevin, and congratulations on your sizzler. 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 <laughs> congratulations, Kevin. On, uh, on this week's Sizzler. All right, real quick before we let you get out of here. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. <laughs> What kind of a show would it be if we don't hear from Metallica? I know, right? right. And I'm so glad you cut me off to play that because I get a little ahead of myself at times. Mike. Sometimes. I get a little ahead of myself. You're I get a little right. wound up, man. I get, I, get, I get all fired up, man. I, uh, <laughs> and, and sometimes I skip past the script that I wrote. No, no, no. You're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, so thank you for playing that. And I told Uncle Mosh before the show started, I said, man, sometimes you just got to sound drop me. Sometimes you just yeah. got to cut me off. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, shout out about my shirt. Shout out about, oh, absolutely. So, so uh, that's, go ahead, you tell him. No, them. you tell him. All right. I'm wearing you it. model. I'll, I'll, I'll model. describe. All right. 
So uh, on Uncle Mosh's left lapel, you'll see the logo for Big Raider Trucker. Uh, emblazoned across the chest uh, is the Big Raider Trucker logo. And then across the back is the What Happens in Vegas Started in Oakland shirt. That's right. What Happens in Vegas Started in Oakland. That is a catchphrase that originated here on Raiders Fan Radio by Big Raider Trucker Emiliano. So congratulations to Emiliano for not only winning the contest, but entering into a relationship with DeadPirateSports.com, in which case you can find that shirt and many, many others on DeadPirateSports.com. Also, supplier of uh, many Raiders uh, items and paraphernalia here on Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, <laughs> so we thank Raiders. Okay, Jeff. I'm back. I'm back. I'm okay, back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. All right. So uh, there was my that was my live read. And so if you could see Uncle Mosh there on the YouTube's, he was uh, showing off his shirt and his new uh, Otis Sistrunk picture. Happy birthday, Uncle Mosh! One last time. That's right. Happy birthday. To celebrate, we got you Otis Sistrunk, number 60 autograph picture, and we got you 60 donuts downstairs. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, so one of the guys on the Sean says, uh, Mosh, every time you pop on screen, it says Kevin the Raider nerd in the bottom left. Oh, no. Looks like, looks like Murph's trying to replace you. First oh, the chair. crap. Secondly, your name. Oh, no. I forgot to switch that. Oh. Do I need to go back? Speaking of switch and... Oh no, sizzler. there it is. Sizzler. 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 My, my oh. question is why didn't Q get that? Oh, why did somebody know? Somebody didn't notice that until just now we're getting ready to sign off. Yeah. Oh, well, uh. I just fixed it, but it's uh, probably way too little too late. Sorry about that, Mosh. That's all right. I don't mind. My bad. I don't mind. Uh, yeah. There's no. just one more shot. You give me a signed autograph picture of Otis <laughs> Sistrunk, and then you call me Kevin the Raider Nerd the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, Mosh, I'm sorry. I feel terrible. Joseph Morales says, ah, LOL, busted. Oh, man, my bad. <laughs> this is why we need a producer. This is, this why, is we why we need a producer. I say it all the time. We need a producer because I'm tr- literally trying to do 800 things at once. And one of the things that I can't do a good enough job of is keeping up with the chat. So I try to read it as much as I can. And... uh I apologize that I, I can't really respond to it in their typing. I try to at least address topics as we read through them. But thank you for uh, for joining us, uh, Raider Homer, Mr. Raider, Sean Quinn, Joseph Morales, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Chris Potts I see in there, Bobby Wasabi. Uh, I can't scroll up to see everybody. Art Rodriguez is in there. Uh, Vladimir is in there. And so thank you so much, guys, for uh, jumping in and joining <laughs> us here on Raiders Fan Radio, as always. Um, so real quick, though, before we let you go, I did want to give a quick draft update. So as of right now, Uncle Mosh, we draft, we're drafting second in the standings behind the Arizona Cardinals. So we are definitely in the Nick Bosa running or at least wow. in the position to at least draft back. So we're drafting second right, as of right now with the uh, Raiders loss and the, and the Niners winning. All right. Um, so before we go, best way to support the show is... <laughs> like and subscribe oh yeah like yeah. and subscribe yeah so like if you're watching us now on the youtube no i was you were giving me the push the sound cue look and oh, I was oh like, i'm sorry oh my god what did i do no, wrong? i was throwing it to you oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so and like and subscribe to the show uh you can find us youtube.com slash murph's fan cave that's m-u-r-f-s fan cave please subscribe to raiders fan radio on youtube that is the best way as of right now to support our little show here uh we have become big fans of the live stream mainly due to the interaction that we're able to have with you and so uh so please subscribe to us if you don't uh you can also find this as an audio only podcast on 
every podcast service. Uh, that is Apple Podcasts. That is Stitcher. Stitcher. That is Google Play. That is Spotify. That is iHeartRadio. That is anywhere you can find a podcast. Just search for Murph's Fan Cave. There is also an Android app you can find us on. You can go to the Google Play Store and you can search Murph's Fan Cave and find the Android app. And that gets you this show. That gets you Mondays with Mikey and Murph. And that gets you the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead, and Tom, Fitz. and Fitz, and sometimes Chris Potts. Yeah, man, and and so <gasps> like, did I miss anything? No, man, and and you know, and I just got to say this: if if you're listening and and you you get a chance, how do they find out? How do people know when we're going to be on so that people can join the chat? Because the chat has had a blast tonight, and the chat the chat has been rocking it, and they have fun every week, and it's it's just it really is a good time. It's a good way for Raider Nation to connect. So, how do they know when to be on for the chat? So we try to go on live Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. Now, we, depending on our work schedules sure, and whatnot, sure. sometimes we're a little earlier, sometimes we're a little later, but relatively in that range. The best way is that there's a bell on YouTube. When you subscribe, there's a little bell next to subscribe. Click that bell, and then what that'll do is that'll shoot you a notification when we go live. Gotcha. And then you'll always know when we are live here with the Raiders Fan Radio. So like all the folks that joined us for the Good Morning Raider Nation, the, the coffee we had with Kevin the Raider Nerd, that's how they knew. They have that bell activated, so as soon as we go live, boom, you get a notification awesome. sent to your phone. Yep. Awesome. Absolutely. So we got uh, one last one last comment about Stephen A. Smith. I just want to go out saying this. <laughs> That's all I got, bro. Thank Thanks, you guys. to everybody with all the happy birthday wishes. I appreciate that a ton. Can't wait to uh, can't wait to be back and be officially an old man. I guess I can get free coffee at McDonald's now. Uh, free coffee for being 60? Uh, you actually get it. I've been getting it for uh, a good six years now since I started. I started claiming 55 at 53. So, um, yeah, no, you get, you get, you get, you get, you get. You'd be surprised the free stuff. Dude, uh, being a veteran and an old man. Yeah. Yeah, I can go into like Red Robin and get a, you know, a $9 burger for three bucks, you know? <laughs> oh, that is awesome. All right, uh, Uncle Mosh, let's get on out of here. Well, like Raider Jack said, may silver and black run through our veins. What happens in Vegas started in Oakland. We got to get ready for Dan Ross and Booby Clark. We got to watch out for Isaac Curtis down the middle. We got to get Tim Brown and all our receivers ready to who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save.
BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.